Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show. We are live from the Las Vegas Strip, overlooking the fountains in Bellagio. God, they're beautiful tonight. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Just in in the moonlight, I really, I get, I get funny feelings, Kenny. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, you are listening to the Pulp MX Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is my other host, Kenny Watson. K Dub, what's up? Hi. Would you like to introduce our guest tonight? Uh, sure. We have uh, Dude, in the that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we got the real Phil Lawrence in the house. Yeah, yeah. We don't just have a recording. Factory Phil, what's up? Chilling. <laughs> I get to come up to uh, Vegas and hang out with you guys. I'm pumped. Yeah, that's awesome that you're uh, you're here. You're in the flesh, and uh, you're going to stick with us all show. Yeah. Talking about your career, the races, what's going on with you. Talk about changing diapers. Changing diapers? Yeah. Changing diapers. Yeah. That's funny. Our other guest is none other than Hart and Huntington Dodge's uh, Josh Hill. Hill, what's up? Not much. Just hanging out. Thanks for coming by, bud. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just uh, I only got a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Even better when the team manager just orders you to do something. Yeah, sa- uh, Saturday night, I just uh, he planned a trip out for me, so I'm here. <laughs> and what are you doing here in Vegas? You going to be riding? Yeah, I'm just going to go ride around. Uh, Sean Bork and Hagen's with me. And yeah. going to go ride with Blows tomorrow and just ride some Supercross and just try to get a little bit closer to back to normal. Nice. And we got Borkenhagen somewhere. I don't know where he went. Yeah, oh, there he is. Hey, Borkenhagen's in the house. His lovely, uh, is it? Gr- That's my girlfriend. It's your girlfriend? Yeah. I thought it was his girlfriend. He yeah. can't pull chicks that hot. Borken- <laughs> okay, Randy's in the house. Uh, Stefan Le- Legrand, Le Big, taking photos for, Le uh, Big. for LeBigUSA.com. Is that right? Dude, we got a yeah. packed house tonight. And, uh, and, and as always, I know I'm running out of chairs. 
Got more people than Basset Hounds for the first time ever. That's awesome. And uh, and also taking the calls, Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. Boobs Legendary. Boobs Legendary. Boobs Thank legendary. you for uh, for everything you do, Tits. You're welcome. Let's, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Tits. Let's start off the show right away with uh, our sponsors, xbrandgoggles.com. Um, always, as always, check them out on the web. JGRMX.com, FMF Racing, O'Neill Kicker. But the big one, Kenny, the one that allows us to keep doing this thing every Monday. BTO. BTOsports.com. Check them out. Any international order over $7.99 is free shipping. Dude, that so guy's losing his marbles a, on that, those specials. That's a hell of a deal, Kenny. Vince, take your temperature, dude. You're sick. Uh, we've already got calls pouring into the show already. Uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to those in a little bit. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Kevin Windham is on the show, too. K-Dub is going to call in. Factory Phil, certainly you've raced with K-Dub many, many times. Well, I lined up with him, but... Actually, to race with him was uh, difficult. Oh, don't be so He did modest. a lot of racing with Heath Voss don't when I was around. <laughs> don't be so modest, Mr. Third Place Glenn Helen, 95, 250 class. Yeah, that's old when you say 250 class, and that was the premier class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about that's second? A while ago. What about second? Orlando, 96. Season opener. Season opener. G-Dub. Yeah, well, pretty great, much a bone stock The well-funded Great Western Bank team. Oh, yeah, well-funded. <laughs> hey, we did fly in a, a private jet. Yes, Every week, yes, 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 yes. First team to do that. Oh, if so, those yeah, jets, we if those jet walls could have could have ears or eyes and tell yeah, us what went on. Yeah, we did. We had some fun in it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, so check out btosports.com. Also, X Brown Goggles has a promotion: forty uh, percent off goggles. Hill, do you need goggles? I'm dialed. Okay, you don't need goggles, but if you did, forty percent discount this week. Uh, Xcode twenty ten. Uh, punch in uh, when you go to check out, and you can get a discount on goggles. Max Brown goggles, same goggles that Michael Lessie uses. Whoa. Kyle, Kyle Chisholm, Vince Freeze, oh, and Tommy yeah, Hong. Vince Freeze is sweet. We'll get to that in a little bit here, Watson. Lessie's been testing them out pretty good this year. He has been. Uh, I knew I knew last year, uh, first first round hangdown, he says, I said, how many tear-offs do you need? He said, seven. I said, okay, I loaded seven on. Uh, the next week, uh, he said, I'm going to need ten, a stack of ten. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, by the fourth round, he's like, hey, can you load 20 on there? <laughs> so kind of that's how his season went. I kind of knew by the number of tear-offs. I don't think he even needed goggles until this year. You gotta, I think you got to. need to talk closer into this y- thing. Yeah, you do. There, yeah, there, there you go. There we go. But you can uh, hold how it. How about point yeah. it towards you? You can hold well, it in your lap. and, and This thing's ghetto. He said I can't point it the normal way. I have no, to talk but, sideways. Yeah, but you can uh, raise it up. All right. Like if you want. You guys ever hear the pink show. song, Raise Your Glass? It's called Raise the Mic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Great show tonight, and thanks to our sponsors for helping out. Uh, don't forget, you can get us on iTunes tomorrow. The archives will be up tonight. Also, if you have a smartphone, uh, Stitcher.com, the show will be on there as well. If you but have a dumb phone, too, it works. Let's get right to L.A. Supercross. Uh, great race this weekend, huh, Kenny? Yeah, whatever. Well, well, just let's talk about the race for the lead and not your guys. Okay, yeah, that was awesome. I, that was an awesome race it right. sounded like because I really wasn't watching. I was trying to watch my guys. Right. Uh, I, I saw you not in the team manager tower but in the Hart Huntington suite, even better. Of course, every week. That's nice. I like well, that. I don't want to hang out with all those douchebags. I'd rather hang out with my, my owner and my friends. <laughs> what if the team manager is listening right now? What do you think of that? They knew who, the, they, knew who they hey, are. Uh, is Ivan all right? Uh, we'll find out. He has some injuries. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think he's going to uh, get those uh, injuries taken care of. Um, he uh-huh. had an appointment today with the psychologist because his feelings got hurt. <laughs> so he's going to get those feelings worked out, and he should be right. okay for next week. Oh, that's, that's very exciting. And yeah. Blows? How's Blows? How was his race? Dude. LCQ again, but L- came through. Blows, Blows is – I'm kind of getting a little frustrated. Because he's better than his his results. He's I think way he better. Got 13th. 
He got 14th. 14th. And but actually, I believe he's ahead of Tedesco in the points. No, he's not. Let me check. Are you going to freaking argue with me, Meathead? You just finished saying how you didn't watch the race. and now I didn't watch the race, but I looked at the I know where the points are. Okay, he's five back. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, so don't don't talk. I, I apologize. Me. All right, you should apologize to me, idiot. I don't know why you guys are saying that. Tedesco should be way farther ahead of that than points. Yeah, I exactly. Know. Like, no, I know. No, no, he just had a bad race for Both sure. Both of them should yeah. be. Dude, that's why I'm saying. Like Chris, like Josh knows. Josh goes out to the track and rides with those guys. Dude, Josh straight told me Ivan should be on the podium before we even right. started racing. That's the speed he has. Blos is right there too. Blos is a top ten guy if he gets his head out of his butt and he starts riding with some authority. And yeah. he he leaves the door open way too many times. He lets people bump him around where he should be doing the bumping. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking the last chance where he knocked down whoever that kid was, Brown or whatever, Jarrett, Jet Brown, whatever. He shouldn't be riding with that guy. Right. He, that's in my eyes. I mean, right. he's better than that. We give him the best bikes, the best, you know, parts, the best we can do for him, we give to him. And I just think he's leaving, it, um, leaving too much on the track. He needs mm -hmm. just to go for it and, and to start smashing people and riding the best of his ability instead of following Knowing uh, Tedesco, too, he's probably pretty frustrated, too. Oh, he's right now, very, right? very, he's not <laughs> happy with himself. Not. Aren't you supposed to leave it all on the track? Isn't that the saying? Just shut up. He, say, he said, I Here think we he's go. leaving too much on the track. Uh, no, dude, welcome know. to our show. I don't, I don't no, get it. Welcome to our show. Right now. It's called, uh, what do we call him, Tits? What do we call him? Who? Kenny's, uh, Kenny's sayings? Mimi, or, or uh, Kennyisms? Kennyisms, oh, no, okay. there's another one. Kenny Bonics. Kenny Bonics. Here we go. We got it every week, Phil. Every now we got week. Phil. Now yeah, we got yeah, Phil. He'll, he'll, Phil will uh, judge me on anything I do. If I walk down the street and I, like, step <laughs> over a rock, he'll yeah. go, hey, why wouldn't you just step on that rock? Your feet are big enough. Hey, Phil, how many times did you see on a pit board when he was your mechanic, B-R-E-E-T-H? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Breath. <laughs> breath, yeah. Or breath. I, I didn't or see a pit board a whole bunch. He was back at the truck loading up. Yeah, well, there was the You know why he never seen the pit board? Because I used to snap it every week because yeah. I was so tired of him getting beat by idiots. <laughs> yeah. One of those idiots was my rider, Tim Ferry, top privateer that year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, very good. We were in the running a couple times. Yeah, but you know, what are you going to do when you get into Mathis Ferry combo? Nothing. You're powerless. No. Nope. Uh, hey, Hill, uh, what'd you think of the race? RV is on it, huh? Your yeah. fellow Pacific Northwesterner. He's going fast. It's just, man, I watched the races, though, and I watched Stewart in practice. And, mm -hmm. like, I, I was confused at that race because the first <laughs> few laps, like, Stewart put it down so hard. And right. the way he went past Dungey and he was going through the whoops, I was, like, thinking he was going to check out by, mm -hmm. like, 20 seconds. And then just all of a sudden, like, I don't know if he started riding conservative and trying not to crash, and then he ends up crashing. I don't know what the deal is because, like, yeah. I watch him, and I watch him in practice, and I watch him in the race. And he's got speed through sections that nobody can even mess with. But then, like, I don't know what's going on, like, around, you know, the other parts of the track. Yeah. he does some stuff so fast. He, he, he's kind of being, like, he's almost mortal, right? Like, he, he's like a normal rider now. I, I don't know. I mean, you know? I don't know what to say. It's weird. Like, uh, Villapota is going fast, and he just keeps it steady. But I don't know. Like, I watch Stewart, and he does some stuff that, like, I, 
I don't know. Me and my dad have been arguing. My dad's <laughs> claiming Villapoto. My little brother's claiming Villapoto. But I'm, right. I I call Stewart. I think he's going to get it going once, he's, uh, he's once gonna, they get to some like tracks that actually have some traction and mm-hmm. he can get the bike to stick. He's going to have some soul-crushing rides where he just like sprints off and just – Yeah. I, I'm waiting for it. I mean, I he was my pick before the season started. You know, I'm like – You watch him in practice and he goes like – he does the first half of the lap so fast and then uh-huh. it's almost like he cruises the rest of it to like make sure he yeah. doesn't blow everybody's times away, I feel like. Right. Like it's it's weird. You uh, you were his uh, his teammate for a year. Is this? Do you think he's discouraged? Do you think he's kind of maybe uh, like he can't believe that Villapoto's catching him? And even in Phoenix, you know, Villapoto. Uh, though to RV's credit, he said I don't know if I could have passed him, but RV did catch him. I think I think every Villapoto's surprising everybody. I think right. he's he's fast and he's like he's got a full twenty laps in him right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's probably surprising Stewart, but I don't know if he's really like. I don't know if he's getting into Stewart's head too much. Yeah, I that's kind of I really what I don't think at. Stewart's get put it all out on the line yet. I think he's just trying to mm-hmm. win a championship. The way I watch him ride, it doesn't look like he's he's laying it all on the line. So his mentality of win or crash maybe is a little bit on the wayside. Like just a little like, hey, wait a minute, I can get third. I, you know. When you watch him, I mean, from laps like seven to fifteen last week, and it didn't really or set or whatever it was until he crashed. It didn't seem like he was really once he got into the lead until he crashed. It looked like he like slowed down totally mm-hmm. and tried to just cruise. But that's just my opinion. Maybe right. I'm I didn't look what? at the lap times. I didn't right. look at everything. But just watching him, it just seems like he gets into the lead and gets like he's gonna pull away and then almost goes. Oh, I need to slow down so I don't crash. And then yeah. uh, makes more mistakes. But that could just be me from watching him a bunch and like watching how he rides because. When the guy just puts lap after lap down, like it's tough to even right. mess with it. So if he if he's just he, out there having fun, he's I, pretty. I think Kenny has Stewart not been the fastest qualifier every week, or has he been? Yeah, he has. I think qualifying wise, he's been the fastest. So you know, obviously. I don't think he had the fastest lap time last weekend though. I looked. No, up in the main was, RV, it was did. almost it was almost identical. Mm-hmm. But and I uh, I don't know. He does some stuff that's so fast, and other stuff it looks like he's holding back. So. Right. I don't know. It's crazy, but yeah. Villapoto's going fast, and Kennard looks really good too. Yeah. If he could, you know, I don't even know how he got back up from that crash this weekend, but it's cool to see. I right. mean, if there's one person I root for, it's probably that guy. Just been through a lot. Right. What? Uh, let's talk a little bit about you. How? Uh, how's the recovery coming? What's it, What's going on? Anything new? Um, any goals or anything come down down the road? I, I mean, for me, everything's healed up. Just besides, uh, I still have some nerve damage in my ankle, and I still don't have full feeling and movement. So. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the first day I moved my big toe up and down, so yeah, that's yeah. that's big because I mean I it's been going cruising down like from my knee down, and I had nothing 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 and it's it's working its way down so I mean uh-huh. I don't know I don't really know what right. there is to do it's it's are you discouraging but whatever. yeah are you frustrated watching these races knowing you can't be out there I mean it was a year ago that you were on the podium you know it's you can't be discouraged watching the races because I didn't put in the work that those guys <laughs> did this year so for me to be right. like oh I should need to be up there that's yeah, just yeah. stupid so yeah uh, I'll be discouraged if I'm not racing next year yeah 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 okay that's but good attitude I, I don't see that happening so will I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe if your manager pushed you a little harder, you know, and really got behind you, really threw a support there. <laughs> I think my manager's pushed me pretty hard. Yeah? Kenny? That's nothing. <laughs> nothing yet. Wait till, wait, wait till you uh, come back racing and he comes on some janky radio show and says okay. that you're hurt and it's your feelings and you're going to a psychologist. <laughs> hey, it's the truth, though. Ivan will say the same thing. Yeah. Just, he ain't going to – I'm not going to talk crap on the kid. Right, right. He, he knows. Everyone knows what the deal is hey what do you you think of the cowies so far how do you like them i mean i don't know how much you've been riding how much you've been burning laps but what do you think well i rode all four bikes nobody doesn't really know that but like Mm -hmm. right when i came back i rode yamaha i rode suzuki i rode 
Yeah. I rode all f- all four bikes, the four main brands. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, I like the stock. The Kawasaki has felt the best, but it's just, I don't know. I haven't really done any testing. I already know I'm going to like the bike. Yep. I mean, you ride it. It's already feels spot on, but I'm not riding the bike to its limits and, mm-hmm. you know, testing where I'm at. So for a base setting, the thing is awesome. Right. I'm just riding everybody else's suspension and just trying to, I, I mean, the bike I have at home right now is just right. bone stock I'm, and with a, with a spark arrestor. I'm trying just to go out and ride myself into shape. I'm yeah. not really trying to be the fastest guy at the local track. Right, right. right. And uh, Factory Phil, what's your thoughts on the season so far? I mean, you didn't see Dodger Stadium, but uh, <laughs> you were at Anaheim 1. You checked things out. What do you think? Uh, I, I think it's awesome. I think Villapoto is going to be solid. He's uh-huh. going to be the same as he is right now at the last round and all throughout. It's going to be tough to beat because uh, the fastest person I I put my money on, Stewart. Right. Uh, I think mentally he's probably not mentally as solid as RV, but he has a little more speed, I yeah. think. Yeah. The issue is when RV gets on a roll, he gets on a yeah. roll, and he's going to be up front, checked out every yeah. week. You know, right. w- what did he start this weekend? Like uh, ninth? Eighth? I, I, yeah, he said he was 12th. I had him in eighth okay. first time I saw him. But, yeah, he was and telling then me he 12th. Won. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He came through a lot of good yeah. guys, and he was catching Stewart. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I yeah, didn't see it. yeah. No, yeah. He was. He caught him, and passed him. At one point, Stewart got him back, and then yeah. Stewie went down. Dude, all, all every one of those guys up front is riding the edge. If you ask me. Yeah. They're 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 that fine line. One thing go wrong, it's over. And and so, what do we think about you seen, Reed? What you do we seen, think? You seen Trey in the heat race? Oh, dude, that yeah. was dirty. He got very very lucky there. Did he very ever? Lucky. Did he ever? I was with the king, and the king told me he's lucky. He's lucky. Yeah. 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 And, what's up with Reed? Let's talk about Reed. Let's talk about Reed. What? I'm surprised. Started second to last and got seventh. That's a pretty good ride. Fourth fastest lap time. Fourth fastest time in the main. Yeah, but fourth. That's not. (laughs) That's not normal for Reed. Reed. Reed's a bad dude. Mm -hmm. He's a a solid bad dude. Yeah. He had a late start. He ain't used to the bike. I wouldn't say. I would look for Chad to be coming around about. Big fan club. Reed right here. Yeah, totally. You oh, Hill's on the Hill's on the wagon still. Yeah, I, I I like I agree with him totally. Right. The guy went out and everybody's saying he's getting bad results, but he's been having horrible starts. He's been coming through. I mean, yeah, it's a new bike. I, I say in a couple, I say four or five more weeks in, he's gonna be mm-hmm. he's gonna be on the box for sure. I think just the competitions like right. S- Villapoto stepped it up. Stewart is Canard back. I mean, Canard's going fast and. Dungey will probably – he'll be there probably in a few more weekends too. Yeah, we hey, you know what's crazy though? Dungey. Reed ain't content, dude. He's not just going race to race. He's working during the week. He's yeah, testing yeah, no. two to three days a week trying to get better. So saying that, I wouldn't count him out. Reed's I, a bad dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm surprised though. I thought he would be better. Even with the new team and the new bike and all that, I just have so much respect for the guy. I've been around him day in and day out. I thought he would be better. But he is working. I know that. Like you said, Kenny. He's testing. He's trying to get better. I hey, did. I did say that, by the way. Who thought Villa, who thought Villapoto wasn't going to be as solid as he is? Steve. No. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? I, I did. Oh yeah. I questioned Villapoto. Yes, you did. Really? Because on this show, hey Ryan, this guy's not a believer in you. On did. this show, you were the one telling everybody that Tedesco was faster. No, I did not say that. I said he had a faster tits, lap time. Tits. Was he not saying Tedesco I didn't was say. faster? I said he had a faster yeah, lap time at the Cowie track. I'll put Tedesco up against middle ground. He was saying that at that time, Tedesco you know, was had, going he had, he faster. He had all these disclaimers on it. Yeah, stuff he like did. That. No, he wasn't taking a stand. Why don't you let Hill talk for a second instead of putting your mouth over his? Put Tedesco in Villapoto, or put Tedesco versus anybody on a practice track when he's comfortable, and he's uh-huh. gonna he's gonna be tough to beat. He's going he's there going go. so good right now. He just yeah. needs to have one weekend where everything clicks, and he's gonna be 
right up on the box and where he should be. Yeah, no, I mean, I wrote a, a big story on Racer X, you know, a couple weeks ago about Tedesco, and because I'd seen him at the track, at the H and H track, and then I heard from people that were at the Cowie track with him, and that he was on fire, and he looks better than he ever did on a Valley Yamaha. That's for sure. Let me ask a question. Nope. Nope. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Paul PMX. <laughs> nope. I'm a huge hot sauce fan. Do, you me, are? Like yeah, the yeah, sauce yeah, or yeah, the yeah, Tedesco? Tedesco. Okay. Hot sauce. Back in the day, uh, what was it? Uh, Plano Honda. Plain was old, it Plano Honda? It was a plain old Honda. Yeah, but didn't he ride for Plano Honda? <laughs> yes, Built he from did. from the ground up Grayson by Kenny Watson. Goodman told me when he was amateur, he's all, that kid's fast. Nope. Before he even – so, anyway – it looks like to me he's saying in practice, right? Uh, hot sauce would be hard to beat. So when I go to the race, it looks like hot sauce is maybe trying. He's tries so hard. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Do you think he's trying too hard and not just let it come to him? At times. That's what it looks like to me. I I have no. I mean, idea. dude qualified fourth last week. He qualified sixth this week. He's in uh, the that's running. That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his times are good. I mean, he 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 goes for it, right. and he does spaz out and. Did the saying this weekend was he was riding around like he stole someone's motorcycle and it was trying to get away, like he was just spazzing out. <laughs> yeah, no, Dude, I don't think that's effort. So funny. <laughs> You've permanently made our sound clips, Phil. I uh, I, I get grief for saying that all the time. That's you do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even hey, let's let's take a call. Crew. I don't know who it's for, but Gavin, you there? Hey, what's up? Hey, thanks for listening to the show, man. Uh, you got a question for Fact You Phil, Josh Hill, uh, Sean Borgenhagen? Who's, uh, uh, I've, got, I've got it's uh, this is John from Baltimore, aka Gavin MX Twitter name, oh. aka the uh, uh, yeah. the guy who pissed off Bevo and Scott with the voicemail message a few months back. Oh, dude, I got in trouble for that for sure, but that was awesome that you did that. Yeah, that was I cool. love that. Thank you. That was cool. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, you know, I got hey, two hey, questions. Hey, John, One John, related John, to LA. John, John, uh, the John. racing was so much better. <laughs> Let him talk, John. John. Yeah. Can I tell you a story? At Anaheim One, there was five of us standing around, and Bevo came up. And shook everybody's hand but mine. Really? Yeah. Still not happy. Well, that's probably good. You wouldn't want to shake his hand anyway. You probably would have spit in it then. Good point. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. What's your question? Hey, well, no. Uh, I got two questions. One, uh, L.A., the racing was so much better than the previous two weekends. Was that because the track was better for passing? Was it just the perfect storm with guys getting a good start? Or did the camera guys just do a better job of – you know, catching the battles, or, or what was it about this track that was better than the other tracks, or, or what? Let's ask uh, the Josh Hill. He knows. Track was easy. Track was easy. Track. No, there was nothing to separate anybody. Besides the loops were a little bit big and cupped mm -hmm. out. There was nothing. There, and all the rhythm lines, are what, like, there hasn't been a rhythm section since the first round. I mean, really. That the, you could do different than, yeah. than anybody. Well, Villo, Villo had the outside triple-double after the whoops. But, I mean, everybody could do it, but he was the only guy going wide and doing it. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Didn't notice so, that. Yeah, I didn't even he was making. I was sitting on the other side. It wasn't of the, the other guys couldn't do it, but he was choosing to do it in the main. But you could have went inside double double just about as fast. No, because that's where he caught up Dungey and Stewart, same place. But they were going outside. They were going inside. Villa was going out. Uh, uh, anyways, don't anyways, argue with this guy. I'm not going to argue with Hill. No, Hill knows more. He, he, he's why he's, you're gonna you you're a racer, dude. I did. Perhaps I show you my plaques. I have some. <laughs> there's his I helmet have, right there. There's dude. a couple of my helmets <laughs> from back in the day, and I have four. Not three, but four Manitoba championships. What's that? Where exactly. I in, where I lived in Canada. <laughs> you wouldn't no, think. It, uh, you wouldn't know looking at him nowadays. John uh, Hill says it's the track. Hill says the track was easy, so everybody was bunched up and doing the same things. 
Okay, I mean, I was surprised because I heard your podcast with Reed, and he was saying it was hard to pass, but I saw so much passing going on, I was just wondering what was going on, you know. Yeah, I don't know why Reed said that because he came from 19th to – the only guy behind him was uh, Kenny's guy. And, right. Uh, and uh, he yeah. came from 19th to uh, 7th, so he passed a lot of dudes. My guy my guy right. would have been right with him, but he uh, had no brakes, no rear brake. And you almost gave him whiplash when he tried to rip his visor off, or whoever ripped his visor <laughs> off. Tony did. Oh. All right, well, my other question was, and it's more for entertainment value, but uh, you guys, you know, being on teams or being involved with teams that have budgets or, you know, more resources, and the fans who are more like WD-40 duct tape resources kind of guys, what at your level have you guys seen that maybe the fans don't know about that's been pretty, you know, ghetto, shoddy, that, you know, we would be surprised that, a, you know, a team of your caliber would would have done? Kenny, I don't you have anything? Would have done for what? I don't. Know. I know. I know. We bought we at Yamaha. We bought duct tape from like Walmart once in a while. That's all I got. No, no funny stories of like a, a quick Jimmy rig on a bike to make it work, or you know something that we would be surprised that you well, guys have done. I guarantee you that Kenny forgets something every week at Hart and Huntington, and, and they got to scramble to fix it. But give her the number. He may not. He may not remember that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all, all right. I got. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Hey, Kenny, uh, right away, a uh, lot of talk last week on our show, your little rant about Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it wasn't a rant. It wasn't a rant. Okay, well, what, Tits, what was it? Uh, there were some less than kind words, and then he retracted them after the Yeah, after anyways, the break. so I, I hang out the Cali truck, uh, friends of mine, all of them. Yep. Uh, Tim Ferry once rode there. And uh, they called a meeting with you, Gary Hart. And Steve Astafan, and I don't know what it's about. I don't know what happened, but they weren't pumped on you and your words on the show. So what happened at L.A.? The meeting that I had with Kawasaki had nothing to do about the radio show. There was not one mention of the word. Pulp there wasn't MX. one mention of the show. Nope. They and wouldn't it, know the show's name. but Okay, they did, there they was didn't. not one mention of anything I said. It was, it was a meeting with them. What's going to take for them to be more involved with our program? And that's where it is. So uh-huh. we're going to work on it. And like I said, we're grateful for everything that Cowie's done for us uh-huh. in the past from letting us ride their track and letting them, you know, giving us parts at the races and mm-hmm. doing what they can. But Kawasaki Racing does not have the budget to help us. So we're going to try to go to uh, different um, different places inside Kawasaki to try to get some more support. And they want to support us. And they think that we're a value to the Kawasaki. And that's the way it is, and that's the way it's always right. been since day one. I always knew that we could be a value. So they're working on it. So that's okay. it. Nothing. Everyone's building it up. Like people are telling me that, that I'm going to go there and get screamed and yelled at, and I, I'm an idiot, and they're going to go off. And I was ready for it, and I went there, and they said and, nothing and, about and it. And it was Mike Fisher? Mike Fisher. And nothing Nothing was said? Not one word. Does that hurt your uh, feelings, Steve, that they didn't care enough about the show to bring it up? No. I mean, they brought it up to me a lot. Who brought it up to you? Fisher, okay, Mike, well, Mike uh, Jameson, well, uh, <laughs> Mike Williamson. Thank you. He calls last week. What's Mike Jameson's phone number? I'm like, who's that? <laughs> Dude, uh, I was so angry. I wanted to start drinking Jameson. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. It wasn't even about. Well, that. they weren't pumped. They weren't happy. Uh, you know I what, mean, dude? Sometimes they do help out Ivan and stuff, and so yeah, they they. That's you know? that's a problem that we had with their help and with my help and what carries and whose Steve, definition of what definition uh, of help is? Okay, you right. can call help. You're letting them ride the track is 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 good, you know that's awesome. But on the back end, I think that 
you know, people don't think that, you know, Ivan riding out there at the Cowie track is a help is a, is a help for them, too, when Ryan's out there so Ryan can chase him down okay. and, and work, you know. Right. Because at the Cowie track, Ryan Villopoto doesn't smoke Ivan Tedesco by any means, and they ride right. together. So I think that helps Ryan during the week, having a guy out there that he could ride with that has speed. Okay. So I, I, I think that we're – you know, we're helping them and they're helping us. Right. And I hope we can just get it together. You know, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've always wanted Cowie support and I think, you know, they, they're going to step up. And if I said anything to offend them, I apologize. And I, it wasn't meant to be. And I, after talking to Mike and to Big B and to these other guys, <laughs> they, they, they took it personal. Like I was bashing. They did. Like I was bashing them because they said, you're saying Kawasaki and that's us. Well, I didn't know that, you know, there were some issues that went down at Cowie in the past that they had to take you know, do some stuff that they weren't pumped on and they stayed and they're still working there and doing it. But at the end of the day, when people talk about Hart and Huntington, I don't take it personal. And Kerry Hart doesn't go, oh, you're talking about me. You're talking about me. You know, it's not my company. You know, I'm yeah, not Hart and Huntington. I don't know. Neither do I. <laughs> but, hey, at the end of the day, it's all good. We're moving forward, water under the bridge, and uh, you might see some green on the bikes coming up here. Really? Maybe. We're working on it. Wow. Green front fender. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> green radiator hoses. Green uh, green donuts on the grips. Probably. But, okay. All right. Oh, I just wanted to check because I had some emails and some tweets and things. People want to know what happened Yeah. Uh, with your big meeting, and you're saying it wasn't a big meeting. It was not. It was a big meeting. Yes, it was a yes, big meeting, but, but it was not a big meeting about this show, about what I, I said was on hoping that. Well, I was, I was hoping that you wouldn't have to quit the show. Hey, you know, sometimes you got to punch someone in the mouth to get their attention. And I'm not saying I punched someone in the mouth, what but maybe, think, maybe me raising my voice did. It looks like he gets a little upset, doesn't he? Oh, he does. And it's, I'm not, I don't take it personal, but he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. You, see, Phil no, see, Phil sees the body language. Phil sees <laughs> yeah. the, yeah, yeah. Old longtime buddies, too. Yeah. Longtime <laughs> friends. So if anybody knows each other. Dude, I, tried, I, I traveled across the country with him. You're right? an idiot. Stayed at K-Dub's house <laughs> yeah. for a week. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk to Wyndham about us when we, me, Phil, yeah. and, uh, and K- we stayed at K-Dub's house for, remember when he had the brand new truck and he was going across the lake in it? That like, was awesome. Hey, Borky, you want to change the channel? I don't think you really like hockey, um, being, being a Huntington Beach kid and all. Hey, Great, greatest sport in the world, by the way. Hey, they're surfing on uh, fuel right yeah, now, Yeah, there you go, surf. Yeah, yeah, surf, really yeah surfing's sweet. Uh, I don't even know, yeah. I watch hockey. That's what I watch. I heard Borkenhagen's like the surf king out of the moto guys. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah? I hear too. That's what I heard. Dude, someone I, told I me know. that Borky was calling out uh, Sonny. Like he wanted to go. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. You want a piece of I Garcia? for fun when I can. Uh, hey, back. you know what's cool? What? I've been to Pipeline with Sonny before. Me and uh, my buddy Dave Castillo. Oh, who's that? And, uh, Big Wave Dave? Oh, yeah, what's Big up, Wave Dave? Big Wave Dave. Dropper? Yeah. Dream team. And anyway, yeah. it's cool because when you paddle out, I, we paddled up north, I think. I, I don't know where we were. I didn't even know how to surf. But they get out of the water soon as we, Oh, yeah, it was awesome. People were scattering. It was so cool. To That's be in called Ho- respect. To be in Hawaii and yeah. have that happen right. on the North Shore. Kenny has that happen so when he goes into, like, AM, PM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here to we you. go. Here we go. <laughs> Mathis has that happen. Oh, why, do you, why do you drop that, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> Mathis made a funny one. Now I got to get back <laughs> at him. People get out of the way when you're coming to the hot I gotta, dog I gotta, machine. I got to lash it. <laughs> Man, I had a Dodger dog this weekend. I bet you. you a little more disappointing. How many did you have? Just one. Yeah, right. A little disappointing. What else did you have? You're oh, I had out. That was Jason Ellis. That was. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Ellis, for that. Uh, I had uh, uh, Wahoo's Fish Tacos at JGR. 
Nice. Yeah, but I had chicken. But yeah, was... else was at our pit too, and he did tell me again that you are fat. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Wait, I wonder what he's gonna say when we when this show crushes his show. Yeah. Hill. <laughs> Thanks for the confidence. Get that sound bite there, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, what about the 250? Uh, let's talk about Vince Freeze. What did you think of that move? What, what? Chicken shit. Shit, Vince Freeze rode like an idiot. He's and getting I'll some say, people mad. I'll, I'll say it straight out. Like, oh, hey, it, Phil, thank you for placing your headset down gently. Appreciate that. Yeah, Kenny does that. No, there we go. Thank you, Kenny. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Wouldn't be the same show without that. Josh Freeze He's been here for 20 minutes, and he knows to set the thing down gently. Well, maybe you should have this him here dude, every week. This dude gets up and throws him on the floor, and it breaks everybody's eardrums. <laughs> Anyways. At least you know what's going on. Dude. Hey, Freeze. Someone, someone wrote in the chat room, I seen Mathis at the, at the Thor show, and he's bigger than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really look that fat. Uh, that's, that's funny because someone Twitter met Mathis at Dodger Stadium. He's thinner than I thought. Where is that? I swear to God, I'll pull Where? it up. Saturday They're afternoon. just trying to make you feel good, bud. Whatever. It, hey. was, it, wait, it was from a chick. It what was size T-shirt is that? Double X. Sure. Yeah. I don't fit in all sure. double X's. I don't think so. Let's let me see I the back of it. I think it's a triple. I say it's three. I three. Let's three see. X. Let's see. Take it off. Uh oh. Now, now he pretends no, like. Huh? No, let's all take our shirts off. Let's do this whole show with no shirts on. Let's do the whole show no, with no my, shirts my on. My team just lost. God damn it. Do you like we change the subject? No, 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 no. Um. Hey, no. Freeze. Freeze. He wrote like an idiot. Um, Man, he's really pissing some But the thing is, off. he like if you're if you don't have the speed, you don't have the speed. But if you got to ride and intentionally try to take someone out, it doesn't matter. You're did gonna you, take them did out. You see it? He, he I'm couldn't. I'm all for takeouts. <laughs> I mean, I'm the big I'm the guy jumping up and down the stands yeah, when somebody are. gets taken out, yeah. no matter yeah, who it are. is. Right. So, but I'm not into it when people hit somebody coming out of a corner. Right. Like when you're exiting. When you the don't have a chance to make. Yeah. The when turn. you don't even see them right. and then you just get blindsided. Right. That that's when I'm not into it. Right. Um. Yeah, that I was. Ha- I mean, Hanson and Hanson in Canada. I jumped out of my seat, and I like both of them. So that's just that's. Oh, Hanson and Jake. Yeah. Yeah, Hanson yeah. and Jake Canada. I mean, I, I, I saw I'm, nothing wrong with that. I think Canada had it coming, kind of. Maybe mm. Hanson blew him a little bit out of the water, but. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. It wasn't that dirty. I mean, it wasn't like it didn't hurt. He didn't. <laughs> Is hurt that him. your definition? <laughs> he didn't get hurt, so I say it's good. As right. long as nobody gets hurt and, and they take out, it's good. And I'm sure Factory Phil, back in your day, you just laugh at some of these guys who talk about rough riding because. I mean, in the 80s, it was, you know, gnarly, and in the 90s, it was still okay. And nowadays, if you touch somebody, a lot of dudes are getting upset. Yeah, that's tough. I got disqualified before. You did? For, yeah. Who'd you clean? Yeah. Well, I didn't really clean anybody. He cleaned me, and then we got into a little scuffle. Yeah. Who was it? Just some guy. I don't even want to say his name. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Let's hear it. No. It's years Why? ago. Years ago. Why can't we say What's his, his name? number? Can we guess? Was it David Pingree? Um, actually, it was uh, Tyler Evans. Oh. Yeah. Oh. At Millville. Evans. What, what year? 2001, maybe. Jesus, Phil, you were still racing then? Yeah. Barely. You can call it that. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you can call it. I lined up and rode. I asked Phil on the way here. I go, dude, uh, what's, what's the chances of you coming back and riding for me if I ride outdoors for a fill-in rider? You know what he told me? Uh-huh. None. He goes, I'm slow. Those guys are way too fast. You know, you know in fact, you Phil right. also raced the, the prestigious Canadian Nationals as yes, well. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. A couple rounds. Yep. Machine racing. Yep. John Nelson. He's awesome. Good friend of mine. John Nelson is awesome. Good I dude. like that guy. Yep. Uh, hey, we got a caller. You, you like everybody, though. Yeah. Not Except everybody. for Tyler Evans. No, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't have a problem with Tyler. Was that Kenny? Was it Kenny? I, I, I hope did you the see best a future with Kenny and Evans? Like, did you see the future that your old mechanic was now? Like, was it sort of going down that way? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
<laughs> who would win a WWF cage match? Out of who? You or Evans? Evans, for sure. All right. What's up? Uh, he, yeah, he, yeah. Let's take this call. Crazy. Hey, uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I seen. What's up? How are hey, you? Hey, dude. We got good. Hey, factory. Yes, sir. I'm calling you back. <laughs> nice. God bod. Dave Castillo on the line. Yeah, God bod. Go. God bod. That's right. He, he, Castillo was with me when we paddled out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. North Shore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big wave Dave. Big wave Dave. I couldn't surf then. Sonny actually had to save me, but Dave was out there ripping. <laughs> yeah, some would say that Dave surfed like when he should have been maybe motoring when he was racing, you know? Uh, he, he, he surfs well. Yeah. yeah. Nah, not, not too well. Well, because you have, like, a whole herd of kids now, and you can't even <sighs> right. have time to breathe. And he's breathe. a stuntman, big-time stuntman. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even have time anyway. to breathe, this guy. Trust me. I, Dude, you, I know what me, you, know what, you know what I have in common with Phil and Dave? <laughs> no, no, I, I worked don't know. on both of their dirt bikes. Yes, you did. You do a fine job, too. Me and Dave had the sweet I, – I, I was lucky enough to be able to fly private. Oh, was that the Triple X the year that I worked for Triple X, and we were carrying your bike around? Uh – well, we only what made it a couple rounds before Dave got hurt, or one well, round. Oh. Indianapolis, right? Yeah, we had one race together, and it was the best race ever. It was. Indianapolis I Supercross. Very well, but it was. I remember amazing. I was addicted to pills then, dude, and I, I left my whole bag of Vicodin in the in 300, the 300 pills, huh? Yeah, and I was just begging Dave <laughs> to turn this plane around, and he's like, ah, come on, we'll make it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And I'm like, Dave, please, I need him. I, I need him. Turn this plane around. Yeah, you were sweating. Yeah, just just me though. That's fine. You were you were fine. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I don't need 300 of them. I know you only need 199. Hey Phil, uh, yes. um, uh, worst thing that Kenny did when he was your mechanic. What what did he screw up? What anything? Nothing. Did he he, did, he didn't screw anything. Didn't up. screw anything. I, up? I mean, he, he had enough, he had he did enough on his own. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that was an interesting time in my life. That mm-hmm. that was pretty much uh, number 37, Moto Triple X. Number 37, Suzuki. Moto Triple X. That was definitely one of my uh, I I, I want to say worst years, but like personally, it, it, uh, personally and professionally, yeah, yeah, personally, yeah. right, 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 and professionally, both yeah. my whole life, you know. Right. But but I but I I learned a Good lot. Good thing you have positive I've Kenny Watson on your side back uh, there. Like, it just... wasn't him. He was awesome. <laughs> no, but dude, I went to jail for this guy. You did? When did you go to jail? Are you kidding me? In Tampa, when you broke your collarbone? Oh, that's right. Yep. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to jail for you. And that's when Fonseca won his first uh, 125 Supercross that night. Yeah, yeah. I, could, we yeah. Could, I couldn't even go out with you guys because I was in jail. Yeah. Didn't I have to go pick you up? Idiot. Yeah, you left me there. I couldn't get out until Monday. It was a holiday, and I got locked the hell up. Hey, Titch, there's a caller. What are you doing? In Castillo still on the line or what? Yeah, I'm, li- I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm here. Uh, our our right. phone screener, see, he's falling, falling asleep. Right. No, no, I'm good. I got to put the kids. I got to put Jonah in a bath in about 30 minutes, but I'm good till then. Uh, uh, I got dad. Hey, I got dad's how's uh, how's Asterix doing? It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I oh. went there once for my twice a month meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so so Dave, I I know you're a really uh, witty person. So uh, let's ask Mr. Hill a good question. You can come up with a really good question that that listen <laughs> listen listeners would be pumped that uh, you ask that. To get to know him a little bit. Come on. A question for Hill? Yeah, or K-Dub, or I think Hill, K-Dub. I don't know. K-Dub's on the show every week. We don't have Hill, though. God, a question, a real question? I was kind of just calling you back from the other day when I forgot to call you back. Oh, yeah. I don't don't know if I'm – I just figured this was a good way. It's kind of like phone Twitter. Everyone gets to hear the callback. 
Factory, you, you didn't know that Dave knew about the show. You didn't even know about it until we uh, got you on. The I first. knew about it. I was going to do it with Mathis we, a long time ago, but. No. Uh, uh, th- see, he doesn't know about it. He thought you think you're talking about the podcast. That's, what, it, that's yeah. what Out to Lunch this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> He's so out of the loop. He's too worried about Factory Park. Hey, uh, Hill's has, Hill has a question. Yes, totally Josh. Did uh, you hook it up with Latika from Fresno Smooth? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, Deegan beat me to it. I couldn't get in there. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave, what'd you think of the race? That was awesome. Yeah. Definitely, I mean, the best race I've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. if, if not ever. Yeah. If um, not ever? I don't know, man. You missed out. You should have been there with me. It was good. What, what'd you think of the, uh, what'd you think of uh, the being in Dodger Stadium? It was really neat. It was, uh, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I actually did once I got there, but it was a, uh, it was a cool place. And yeah, like all the whole, you know, the, all the club level seemed to be all remodeled and really nice. Yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> at, I wasn't on the club level, so I can't really speak for that. Whatever, dude. You, were, I was right next to you. Where in the press box? No, but close. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a big difference between between being in a suite next to the press box and it being in the actual press box. But your press, it where, where do you want to be? Good question. Hey, it wasn't, that night wasn't as glorifying as the night when you qualified. No, well, I mean, come on. Tampa. Tampa, yeah. Totally different. Mons Venus was not the same after that <laughs> night. <laughs> Mons uh, Venus was changed forever. And I think that really inspired Motocross Action yeah. to do a, an article on what a really true privateer was like. You know? Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. love that story. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's follow uh, a true privateer and see how yeah. they live. Right. Yeah, that didn't really that didn't work out. <laughs> That, hey, hey, fun. Dave. Yeah. Why don't you uh, ask Phil some questions about the uh, Acapulco heat uh, when we were in Mexico? Acapulco heat. Remember when we went to Mexico for the Mexican uh, Supercross race? I no. had a lot of fun. I remember there. Button was laying in the dirt for like 14 hours throwing up. What about Goodman? What about Grayson? <laughs> he would, he would, how about Goody? He would go out and party all night long, and we would all go back to the room, and he would just show up at the track in the same clothes he went out when. Hammered, yeah. Yeah, but that's how he did it. I mean, he was—that's how he operated. Do you remember the bus ride? Hey, check this out. I, I was think watching. we flew. Didn't we fly factory when they we took the bus? We did, yeah, but because we knew. Yeah, we I was there previous years, and the bus ride from—I don't even know where we were at—was like twelve hours. It was Monterey 10. to Acapulco. Yeah, and I told Castillo and maybe Button. I said, "Dude, we're over on the bus. Let's take a let's yeah. fly, yeah. and we'll meet him there." What about what? And we did. Is April listening? <laughs> no, but you asked me any question. I don't care. That's nah, fine. I just, I just remember that the Boots girls were pretty cool. The what? The Boots girls. Remember the, the boots? boots girls? Yeah, they were Boots girls, Takati girls. Do you remember? Can you, every, hey, can you hey. just imagine being some chicks of the races and Factory Phil and Castile come yeah. sauntering up? Like, it's just over. Oh, it's dude, over. You should understand, like, we were at, when we were in Acapulco, they were filming that show, Acapulco Heat. i never seen that. Oh, that's right. And oh, that's you could, right. You could pull, you, you could, like, you could have girls, but you couldn't, like, if you, you couldn't, they couldn't get through the lobby of the hotel, remember? They wouldn't let them in the hotel. And if you, <laughs> I remember I was down on the beach with, like, one of the, like, Ducati girls, uh, not a model by any means. <laughs> she was nothing, nowhere near model. <laughs> and, dude, I'm on the beach chilling where they're ready to f- make my move, and the cops came and booted me off the beach. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, and I, so I tried to go up to the room, and they wouldn't let her in the room, and Swink was up in the room just blowing chunks. I remember, everyone got sick. Everyone had diarrhea. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think we did. Yeah, because do you remember you and Dave when we were going to go snorkeling and all that stuff, and you guys hopped off the yes, boat? Yes, And you guys right. swam back, yeah. and that's when I saved the chick. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we got oh, a call uh, online. Uh, three, Jim um, has a question for somebody. For Hill. Hill Jim, Jim, you there? Yes, I am. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, man. You got a question for uh, Hell. We have uh, many stars here. Any of the stars? Yes, I do, Stevie. Hey, um. Stevie. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, anyway, uh, what do you think about Jeff Alessi kind of poo-pooing his little punishment? Jeff Alessi from, uh, you know, last weekend's rough riding or whatever. Whatever you happened know, with know, that? I don't know if you saw the interview what or no. whatever. Well, I'm sure you did. I didn't see the interview. I know he got a, an official warning from the AMA, which really should scare the hell out of anybody. I yeah. mean, good God. Never, you know, once you get a warning from the AMA. Uh, what but, did he do? Yeah, on the show, you know, he, he just kind of said, oh, no, I was I was kind of holding my line and trying to go to the inside. <laughs> holding you know, his line. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, he was. It, it was only obvious, you know, he looked back a couple times and, and actually, you know, whipped it to that side. Yeah. Well, I just you know. I can't wait till he till he does that again, and then he gets another warning, like a double oh, warning, because that's, that's what'll be happen. Dirty, and then he'll get a triple warning, and then like eventually Grant will just T-bone him, and we'll all be okay. No, if Grant comes back and T-bones him, he's gonna get fined. Yeah, probably. Or probably. Yeah, I don't know. What do you well, think about that, Hill? <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't really see it until the next day, and yeah. uh, it was funny because I I hadn't really seen Jeff Lessie in forever, and I was like, "Hey, sit here, dude," and like gave him a place to sit, and then he went out and raced the heat race, and then he came back and sit right next, sat right next to me, and then he goes, "Yeah, Josh Grant, we came together is on accident." He's like, "Don't forget that," and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I, I mean, no, but it wasn't like he wasn't like telling me like right. that's the. But he's like he was telling me it was an accident. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it was you know I, I right. he claims it was an accident and I wasn't on the track and I didn't see it. I mean it looked pretty bad, but right. Who knows, man? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a question from the chat room for you, uh, Hill. You still talk to Jason Lawrence, and what's he up to? I haven't talked to Lawrence in a couple of months. Um, Thank God. <laughs> Nah, he's my buddy. I mean, I, Suzuki the guys, City is that's what we hear. I, I guess right? so, yeah. but I, I haven't heard it from him. Right. I I don't know. He never has a phone. He never I don't know. He just does his own <laughs> never thing. Never has a phone. Um. All right. Hey, Jim. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks. All right. Hey, uh, Dave. He didn't have a question yep. for you, I guess. What's that? He didn't have. Jim didn't have a question for you. That's that's okay. Thought it was maybe your dad. No. Hey, Moser. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Hey, thanks for calling the show, bud. You got a question for uh, Dave Castillo, Factory oh, Phil, Josh fuck. Hill. Kenny Watson. John so I'll start out with just just dream team, just a statement, and then uh, <laughs> actually have I got a question for Factory Footlong about <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dude, that's Shoot. so funny. <laughs> so, all right, Phil, if you could round up to like the nearest hundred, how many times did Dave use the line, "My dad has a jet" to pick up girls <laughs> back in the day? Honestly. I, yeah. I, I would have to say zero, oh, but I, I was his wingman, right. and I would say I used it <laughs> like five hundred as, right. mu as much as I could. I, My I, buddy has a jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've used every line I could possibly. Dave, Dave doesn't have to use lines. I'm telling you. Right. He doesn't have to. Yeah. And, and you know what? He's humble enough not to use them anyway. Back in the day, I I I was an idiot. I would just <laughs> run my mouth and do whatever I could. Dave, not Dave, mad respect did, did, for him. Dave, did, at any time, at any, not, not even Phil, but say Denny or MC or any of these fro or any of these dudes, did anybody bring someone on the jet that they didn't tell you about and make you upset? Did that happen all the time? I don't think so. No. I mean, it's a pretty small jet. Right. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, I don't right. think so. I, I mean, I just I just like to see one of these guys roll up with a bunch of chicks. And I mean, be like, Denny, hey, dude. I, I'm sure Denny brought Jack Daniels along a few times, and that turned into a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I remember uh, when I was on the jet, we got off, and everyone's like, "Hey, who's on that jet?" I'm all Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I flew on the jet one time, uh, and that was awesome. I'll never yeah. forget. I still tell people all about it. It was good times. It's sad that it's gone. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to get another one. Right. Maybe maybe if you get one, Moser could fly in it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, did you hear Debo's on Twitter now? Debo is on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, Give him a maybe. shout out. What's what's people to follow this guy? This guy is definitely comedy. I think it's Debo uh, three sixty. Nice. But uh, yeah, he doesn't. He's he's using it from the web, so he's he's not seeing his app mentions, and he's he's not. He's, he's not, not. He's not figuring. It out. I like how you become sort of the like with Ping too. You're like the the Twitter. Guru helping Mentor. these guys out. Totally. Mentor. Yeah. He got me. He got, he got you too? Except for I got rid of it. I don't have time to Twitter, man. I know. There's a lot of parking lots to be swept. <laughs> that and a Factory family. fertilizer. And Why you got to be like that, dude. Kenny? You're making fun of him almost. Because uh, he makes fun of me all the time. Uh, yeah, that ain't, I don't, hey, I don't consider that making fun of me. Okay, good. Yeah. Not at all. Good. Uh, motocross in the 90s was fun, huh? I wish I was a little, yeah, a little older. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it looked a lot cooler, but there was a lot more cool videos. There was more money now, though, cool than there was stuff. in the 90s. I want to ask Hill some questions. All right. How about that? That's good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. How about that? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> How about that? What, um... Why does it look like the 90s would be more fun uh, than now? I, I don't know. What's I the think difference? just because... I think it probably it's not the year it's probably just the internet ruined it for us because no matter what like anything happened like i couldn't just go walk by a bar without somebody thinking i was in it or saying i was in it it sounds gay and it sounds like i'm being like conceited and being like oh everybody's out to get no, me no, I understand. but i like i couldn't do anything like the last couple of years without somebody thinking i was like like doing the worst thing so you're saying social networking like your life is more exposed yeah i mean we now. set ourselves up for it because yeah. we all use it but yeah. it uh it's definitely it's a lot i don't know it seems like i hear a lot of stories like of stuff that happened with you guys and i'm thinking if some if we would have done that now we wouldn't have a job because everybody would have found out not you emma got saying. fired yeah but <laughs> <From KTM>. yeah <laughs> right i mean yeah i don't know maybe maybe we're just the grass is greener but we just hear a lot of stories, uh, and I think you guys are just a lot, a lot cooler than us. You know what I think, yeah, though? I doubt it. Being I think being got, <laughs> when Emmett got fired, the, the I the didn't me- feel real cool back then. When Emmett got fired, the theme was the day the music died. Yeah. <laughs> for all yeah, you guys. Yeah, you know what I think, though? No, like, it didn't die for me. I, I kept running it. Being around, so did like, he. being around these guys when they were all racing and being friends with them and doing what I did with them and being around now, I think the camaraderie among the riders was a lot more tight. Like, they raced, and they gave each other respect on the track, and they hung out during the week, they practiced during the week, and they were friends off the track. And too many of the riders nowadays, they do their own thing, and there's not that camaraderie among the riders that there was. I mean, you could go to, like, 10, you know, in the 90s, you could go to any any truck, any box truck, and you would see three different guys from three different teams sitting in the guy's box truck. You know what? I I think, I I remember we used to go to Nationals. Nationals would be on... Sunday. Yeah, we'd practice, I think practice, practice would be on Friday. Friday. We practice on Friday. Saturday yeah. was basketball. Twenty five thirty riders from every team would go find a basketball court and play bat full basketball games. Right. Like thirty different riders. Like yeah. all the Can best you see guys. Stewie and Dunge posting up yeah. against and we each used other? To do that. Right. You know what I think the issue is? I think the issue is 
more money's involved, and when more money gets involved, people get tighter and they like start tweaking on little things. Right. I don't. I well don't know said. what the deal is. I, I don't know. I think too. I think there's so many kids. Like kids are growing up. Like there people are like there's kids I raced against that were 12 years old and already thought that you know they were the coolest thing in the world and like they wouldn't hang out and just be normal right. people. Where to me, I never really like had that many dirt bike friends because I just kind of stuck around the kids that I like raced with and you know grew up with and I never really like set out to hang out with everybody well I, I think I, that was I, I guess I see totally what you're saying though that, yeah we're not friends I really don't like that many people I race against there's a couple guys that I'd hang out with like a handful of guys that I race against that I'd actually call and hang out with mm-hmm. I don't have any I really don't have any major problems with anybody but I think most everybody I race against is a fag I, I, so. I think Josh yeah hell I think you're a unique person like <laughs> You know, as far as moto guys go, you know, when I first met you, I, I definitely said, oh, you know, he's uh, not like every other guy. And I think Brian Swink was like you. He didn't really care to hang out with a whole bunch of people. He did because he wanted, you know, but I think there's a couple guys here and there that don't don't care and that are comfortable being by themselves. And Yeah, I, I, just, I just awesome. try to, like, find the people that at the races that were the closest to me, just the kids that rode because they they like to ride and they like to have fun. And j- I don't know. I guess I'd go to the races, and I never jumped on board with the team jackets and the, you know, everybody. I, I guess just did, I didn't jump on board with cool. I never really was about it. And then uh, I, think, I, think, I think things got – I think things, <laughs> like, when I started hanging out with Lawrence, I think we were, like, on kind of the same program so much as, like, we just like to ride. We like to hang out. We like to have fun and still try to do our best on the weekends. And I kind of hung out with him, and, and I think we kind of distanced ourselves from a lot of people, and I think that kind of set me off too. Like, I think a lot of people don't really want to be, be my friend and might think I'm cocky just because I don't go out of my way looking to hang out with people. Like, I just kind of hang out, and, you know, if somebody wants to come out, come come over and they're cool people, and then I'm down to hang out. But I'm not going to just go looking for friends, I guess, especially with people I race against. What do you, wh- not what do you think of that, Dave? What do you think of all this talk? Do you agree with Factory Phil? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I agree with the whole thing, but yeah. I, I understand Hill's stance on it too. So, right, actually, right. I don't. I guess I didn't really put this the right way. I guess <laughs> let me put this: if I go out and I'm hanging out with a kid that's doing the exact same thing with me, having a beer, hanging out, going to just an average high school college party, and then they wake up the next morning and then call everybody they know and blow, you know, like try to blow me out and, uh-huh. s- and act and pretend like they weren't involved in the same things I was doing. That a lot of that goes on right now. Right, right. To the point where. I would rather not anybody that I race against or that's around me really know what I'm up to. Even You know, just because the, I guess, uh, yeah, everybody is just quick to switch sides. Yeah, but that's nothing new. Yeah. That's always like that. And, you know, you were talking earlier about, you know, social media. You can't do a whole bunch because now it gets blown up. Everybody finds out about it. Everybody found out about it before. Just not in the masses that they do now. Yeah. So there's one. You know, there's one magazine, yeah. Marcus Action, and that was it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was doing stuff that I thought, oh no, you know, I was trying to keep secret here and there, but everybody knew. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, not on the level it is now because, you know, right. everybody's Twitter and I call it tweaking, but <laughs> yeah. you know, Facebook and I, I don't know. I don't think. Hey, uh, Moser, you still there? Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to go. We got Wyndham on the line. Yeah. Two, two quick things. Yep. Uh, ask uh, Hollywood about what's up with Chuck and uh, if you have time, and then uh, he'll get well soon. Thanks. Shorty's always my number one guy, but uh, I, uh, 
always root for anyone from the Northwest. So uh, you'll have and look I, forward to seeing you out there. I, I got to go put kids lot. to bed, dude. I can't talk about Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, tweet me later. Or just call me later, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, right, <laughs> All right, bye. All right. Do you got to go, Castillo, or what? Um, yeah, I mean, it, okay. I can stay a few more minutes. Do you need the uh, the line to put Wyndham on? Or? No, we got we got Wyndham here. Yeah, Wyndham's uh, here later, Dave. No, I just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I understand. Once that. again, the poor, poor privateers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, when you call Wyndham, let him let let Phil open it up. Wyndham can hear us right now. No, he can't. Uh-uh. Yeah, he can. I don't know what I'm. I don't know K-Dub. what I'm going to bring to the program because I don't tweet or tweak or anything else. There you go. I but don't I either. Have had beers with both Phil and Hill. And I'm here to tell you, if you guys don't want people to talk about it or tweet about it, you need to come hang out at, like, the bingo halls like I do where the old people are hanging out. <laughs> oh, the wily old veteran speaks. Kevin yeah. Windham, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. Uh, Factory Phil Lawrence, Josh Hill, and, of course, uh, some other guy named K-Dub. The poser. The poser. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, Windham. I knew K-Dub long. I don't know. When did I? Dude, all I know is Windham bought your Harley, bro. Wyndham yeah. still has Phil's Harley, by the Dude, way. That thing is so, and, Did you get the license plate back no, yet? He still has it. Dude, that's bullshit. <laughs> hey, Kate, up. Remember when we went first looked at that thing? Yep. I Who did. had it, Bradshaw? Before you? No, some guy was selling it. We went to a shop and both of us were checking it out. What was it? Twenty-five, twenty-six grand or something. We were yeah, both and checking you know it out. You know what's trippy about that story is I bought it from Phil for exactly what he bought it from this guy for, like yeah. twenty-six grand or whatever. Right now, I could get about. Supercross tickets to A2. <laughs> yeah, the thing was sick. It hey, really by the way, so if you want it back, I'll sell it to you. 26 smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or, uh, or a lifetime funny. supply of diapers. Yeah. Or Wyndham has some hand-me-downs. Yeah, no, he... <laughs> uh, that's uh, hey, Ke- Kevin, uh, what's going on, man? Talk about the season so far. A uh, little, little rough for you, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been a little rough. You know, I just... The Phoenix thing was was a bummer. Uh, wound up going down hard and uh, not able to finish the race. Broke the caliper off the actual fork and uh, lost some points there. You know, but I'm I'm just trying to grab you know grasp the whole thing because I mean obviously the the bar's been raised. Everybody wants to talk about that, but you know I'm starting to realize that in all three main events, the guy that won was the guy that didn't go down, and we've we've seen both. Yep. Bungie, I mean, I'm sorry, but both Villapoto and uh, and Stewart tuck front ends, you right. know, in same corners, whether it be heats or mains or A1 or, or uh, you know, all three rounds. And, you know, I feel like I'm close, but unfortunately in our sport, you know, it just doesn't feel close when you're in, you know, running around in fifth. And reality is I almost beat Reed at round one. I was in position to beat Reed and Dungey at round two and, and uh, you know, was up there in, in front of some big names at, at – uh, at the inaugural there in Dodger, but it, it's funny because you know I'm opening this this Plant Fitness Health Club and I'm I'm fifth out of nationwide sales and I feel like I'm just I'm killing it right like fifth is really good <laughs> but when you get in our sport, you know typically fifth sucks and uh, or sixth or whatever and right. you know with some bad rounds I find myself trying to claw my way back inside the top ten but you know it's just kind of uh, the way my deal goes you know it's uh, the Geico Honda team's ready I just haven't really put them in a position to win so right. kind of bumming on that right now but. Uh, Glad to get through Dodger Stadium with a decent ride, and looking forward to going to Oakland. And I've been doing my rain dance, but it doesn't look like we're going to get the weather there in Oakland that I need. Yeah, I just checked the weather today. It doesn't look good for you. Um, hey, I didn't see the crash in Phoenix, but I heard some internet guys and, and, and industry people talking that Ryan Clark really caused it or jacked you up. Do you feel that way, or what happened? And was it just sort of a racing incident? Yeah, it, it wound up being a racing incident. You know, I uh, I went over to look for him after the race just to kind of you know chat it out a little bit. And, uh, Chatted out. 
Well, you know, I, I'm, I wasn't going to get right. all up in his face or whatever. He was not running what I would consider the race line for the for the top guys, you know, because we were all going outside in that uh, mm-hmm. the, the two corners before, you know, after the sand and then after that next rhythm section, we were both going outside, you know, all the, in both of those corners. Right. And uh, the second, uh, like a lot of the lights guys and apparently some of the guys in the 450 class were going inside and, and – uh, you know, he had gotten blue flags. I watched the video. He had gotten blue flags before that section, and, and uh, he was in the race line. And, you know, there's there's controversy on when should they get out the race line, when should they move or whatever. And, and, you know, every time I saw his bike on the ground, he was mainly, in you know, like firmly in the race line, not really giving way. So I decided mm-hmm. to pull, peel off to the left, which was his inside yep. in these two corners. And, I mean, as soon as I left the ground on the triple, he started fading over to the right, which was the line. Um, after watching the video, that was the line he was running when when Stewart passed him and and uh, Villapoto and the front runners in that main. It just uh, I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. And uh, really, you know, after seeing all the video angles of it, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And to be honest with you, it felt like I couldn't afford to to fiddle around with it for a half a second because Phoenix, just like Dodger and the other races that we've done so far this year, you. You know, we're all running pretty much the same lap times, and if I lost at that time a half a second to either Dungey or uh, or to uh, read, uh, I felt like, you know, they were going to have a great chance to pass me later in the race. So, uh, you know, I just felt like it was go time and uh, just in the wrong place at the wrong time and didn't wasn't aware of what, what his next move was going to be. Right. Hey, if you want to talk to Kevin Windham, uh, 702-586-7857, give us a call and you can ask K-Dub about uh, maybe about Phil Lawrence. Uh, what memories do you have of Factory Phil, K-Dub? What, uh, give us your best Factory Phil memory. Well... Being that we're on the radio, and I'm not sure the listeners, I don't know how many, <laughs> how many I can really tell, but yeah, keep it, keep it. Uh, Phil's been a been a huge part of uh, of my racing back in the '90s, and uh, actually was there at my wedding. Uh, had a blast with him on the uh, on their bachelor party. But you know, out of out of everything, I remember going to his house and like, you know, we're all buddies, right? We're all friends. I remember McGrath and uh, Phil and his brother, and and uh, man, just all kind of riders back in in the '90s, and mm-hmm. we'd go over like to play a nice game of cards you know like just just a bunch of brothers yeah, hanging out friendly you know like one of us would be down like 5g in a, in a living room and like have twenty thousand dollars on the table and stuff like that i don't i don't know what we were thinking but mm-hmm. i wish i had some of those back right now because I'm, I'm telling you like my youngest uh, elizabeth I, I hate to break it to her but one day she's gonna have to face the news that unless she's getting a scholarship she's not going to college yeah <laughs> well, hey k-dub let me ask you a question do you remember being at my house at one of the parties in uh I don't know. I think Palmer's or I had a 250 in the garage, and you had it started wide open on the stand, burning the tire. Do you remember that? I, I do. In the garage. In the garage. Door that closed. Was back when your bro lived right yeah. across the street from you. We had Sean Palmer. I think that night he was staying with me, riding up and down the street naked, doing wheelies on a 252 <laughs> Naked. Again, Roar. welcome to the 90s, huh, Hill? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. There was no Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> That would immediately uh, be on Twitter right too now. Too funny. That that was funny stuff. Yeah, that was good times. And you got to remember, this is all back when like Emig was winning championships and didn't remember races. And oh, I can't yeah. really I can't really speak about him on, on his behalf. But right, I was in teammate with him, and I didn't remember races at the time. And I was winning championships myself. So do you uh, do you agree that we were just talking? I don't know how much you caught that uh, today's racers aren't like they were they were back in the day. I mean, really, you've a guy that bridged you've bridged a few generations now. And uh, do you agree the guys back, like when Phil was talking, this, everybody was tighter. Kenny said, you know, you'd find each other in other box vans. And, and what's changed in, 
and why do you think that is? You know, I, I, I thought I found it funny. Like I guess about the Carmichael era, when when like he would come to a race hurt and and feel like if he had told somebody that he was hurt, that he you know busted his ass during the week, that he would be you know giving somebody some huge information that mm-hmm. you know was going to give them the motivation to go out and beat him. And um, you know, yeah, it's changed a lot, and I think it started about that time on. And now you, you know you can't. You know, you can't find out where people are staying or what they're, you know, what they're eating or what they're drinking or how hard they're training or when the last time they crashed or whatever. It's just like this, you know, in, insanely quiet, tight-lipped community now, which, you know, kind of sucks, like where, where we were from. Uh, and, and I still feel like I'm kind of part of that. I don't, I don't have a problem, you know. Yeah. Going around and kicking it with, with the guys, or you know, um, or going by a truck and writing uh, on someone's locker. That's all yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I've already defaced, uh, you know. Art Huntington's team's lockers and stuff. I'm sure I'll get the bill for that, like writing on K-Dub's locker. But, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't – at the end of the day, you know, all that matters is going fast for the 20 laps. And I, I don't know, you know, what level those guys are on or how, how mm-hmm. valuable they feel the information is. But, I mean, I know they all do the same stuff. They, they all do. It, it, you know, living our lifestyle and doing what we do on the road, I mean, you, you kind of – if these guys aren't finding ways to let their hair down from time to time or, or whatever, then, you know, they're, they're all – Lying to themselves, with the exception of maybe Kennard. I mean, his his getting away is maybe an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I feel that maybe one guy that that does walk the walk, Kennard. You know, he, he does. I, I do. I do know for a fact that on this championship parties, he he likes to go to an ice cream shack and you know, splurge <laughs> with the with the uh, you know the the gotta right. have it size at the uh, you know Hagen Doss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what though. Back in the day, if Kennard was coming up in the '90s, he would have been that guy that got. Pinned down with the beer bong stuffed down his throat at the river, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think people are partying quite as hard as they did back in the nineties. I, I would, I would have to agree. Yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh well, Hill, Hill says differently. I, I mean, I wasn't there, but I think this. <laughs> oh, you weren't there, really? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, but the difference between now and then, there might be two guys going crazy, but back yeah. then yeah. there was well, half the, there was yeah. Half yeah, the starting gate. We we know of a few guys that are going harder than I ever thought about going, but. <laughs> As a mask, yeah, it's way way calmer now than it used to be. But like you said too, the, the level of the sport has raised up, and if you're if you are going hard, it shows at the in the main event, right? I mean, you, you can just look at a guy, and and it's just not possible anymore. Maybe to go 20 laps. Well, Reed maybe did it in 2008. I, I, you know, I don't yeah. I don't know I don't know about that. For me, it's it's all about being comfortable with your machine, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do, and. and, and there's there's two sides of this. One, I think that if you're comfortable with your machine and you're doing you know, your laps at the house, it's 20 freaking minutes. You know, I, yeah, I understand right. we, we all we all train for over 20 minutes. I just, you know, you, you all go for the hour bike rides and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you're lucky if it's 20 minutes. Sometimes, it, most of the time, it's below that. It's like 18 minute main event. So really, it's, yeah. it's all about man and machine and how they're connected to the track and how they're feeling and if they're feeling comfortable. Now, what I've started realizing now is. That going the speed that the top guys are going, you, you can't be comfortable. It's impossible, and that raises a whole other issue of not so much about training, but just about you know a person of my age and you know uh, family you know position and stuff. Like how how hard do you push? Like yeah, these guys right. are tucking their front end. That's nothing. But Kennard took one of the gnarliest diggers I've ever seen in my life this weekend. I, how he walked away, I don't know. Much less go qualify for a main event. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen to Stewart. And it's going to happen. It has happened to you know Villapoto, and it's happened to all of us. But you know. Look at the results. Everybody that hasn't won out of the guys that can, because there's only a handful that can at the moment, they've all crashed mm-hmm. and, and gave it to the other guys. So, um, you know, I think you'll see the rest of us you know, slowly raise that bar up to their level. It may take half a season to get there, but, you know, with that 
comes, you know, tucking the front end or busting your ass on a rhythm section or whatever the case may be. Well, I agree with everything you said, Kevin. Like, if everybody just had your attitude, this would be the coolest sport in the world. If everybody just went out and rode and just didn't, you know, like like what uh, you said, everybody's got secrets, but nobody has secrets. I mean, or at least I don't. I know I don't. I don't think a lot of the people I'm racing against do, but like you said, everybody shows up and tries to act like they have something going on that nobody else does. Or the team managers, like, you know, I've been in some instances where the team managers want to make you think that, or make or make you make everybody think that you have something special and for me that's tough because i'm i'm like a really crappy actor a really <laughs> crappy liar i just like say what's on my mind and i'm bad i'm really i'm really bad with that it's like what you said so cool i wish everybody could just listen to that and just chill out and go out and race hey you know what though check this out dub hill is the type of kid <laughs> he's gonna lay it down right now i'm gonna lay no, this crap gonna... right i'm gonna lay it down here <laughs> do you think a guy and i'm not trying to disrespect these guys i'm saying a guy like Vilpoto, Dungey, Stewart, Reed probably would. If they were in the position Josh Hill is in right now, that definitely has some issues with his leg, he's getting better, would show up at the races and walk around and, and show like he does have issues, or do you think they wouldn't want anyone to see him like that? Man, I, you know, I don't have any idea what, what they would do. I mean, you see some guys coming around the track, um, you know, while they're injured, you know, um, but probably not on on hill's level i mean i you know hill, hill took a digger that was uh you know probably beat the gnarliest one we can talk about for a long time i mean that was just a, a really bad get off and bad scenario but um i don't to be honest with you if you really want to be true about it i don't think they love the sport enough to come around if they're not able to go out and that's race, what i'm trying to get at dude race. that's what i'm trying to get at these guys i mean and, and hill's on my team he's my guy i support hill but seeing that kid at the races, he's a fan. Dude, he, in the, he, like, I was sitting behind him in Arizona, and I don't even know if you knew I was behind him. Dude, the kid was jumping up and down when people were <laughs> passing each other. Like, just pumped to be there. Like, he's a fan of the sport. And he doesn't give a shit if people see him limping. He doesn't care. He knows what he has to do. And that's what I'm trying to get at when I think everybody tries to hide injuries and this and that. You know what? It is what it is. It's you, you, just like you said. It's man and machine for 20 minutes. And... That's what the bottom line is. Are you there? I'm here. I, hey. He's stunned, Kenny. He's I, preaching to the choir. Just, uh, hey, okay, I just want to make sure I was still preaching to my choir. Hey, we have, a, we have a few phone calls. Let's uh, let's see who's there. Uh, has been. You there? Oh, boy. Yeah. Has been. <laughs> has been. You talking to me. Kenny, you like that? Oh, God. Calling me. Has been. Has been. What's up? You got a question for K Dub, Josh Hill, yeah, yeah, Factory Phil? Yeah, for watching, man. Now I'm on his love, like on my own theme song. And uh, hey, thanks a lot for your shirt. I got that today. Uh, hey, let's get something straight. You'll never be on my level, Husband. Right uh, on. Dude, like, yeah, well, you're pretty hard working. You probably work a lot harder than I am. Probably. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got, a, I got a question but, for Hill. You know. Yeah. And uh, first of all, congratulations on getting signed with Hart and Huntington. Um, and I think that's, uh, that's pretty cool of those guys to uh, sign you while you're injured, like, you know, stuff you're talking about. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, a couple happier. weeks ago, uh, he did a, a podcast with uh, Larry Brooks, and they were talking about you and talking about you know your rib injury from last year and uh, how it was the longest rib injury in the history of motocross and all that stuff. And I understand Steve has to, has the job to do, and kind of he got some stuff out of uh, Larry Brooks. And I wanted you to elaborate on what it was like to deal with that guy because he's uh, you know a pretty severe personality. 
And then, uh, and then when you're done, I think you should grab one of those hockey sticks and and whack um, pulp over there and the ribs, and then come back in a couple weeks and whack in the ribs again, so you feel some uh, endurance. <laughs> uh, talk, talk about that a little bit. Hockey sticks hey. in the garage. Thanks, yeah. Hasbin. We're gonna hang up, and then uh, Hill will okay. give you your answer. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Um, as far as Brooks goes, I mean, I listened to that podcast too, and I mean, I'm still kind of scratching my head why he like. I mean, the, the series is over. I mean, you can tell people I hurt my ribs. I mean, right. I hurt my ribs. I broke them. I broke three of them. Then I went out. I took the week off coming up into Jacksonville, and things were looking pretty good. And, I, you know, I was starting to feel good and washed out in the corner and hurt them again. I went back in, and there was they still were in the exact same place as the first time when I came back, So, which makes me definitely think they either never healed or that second crash definitely rebroke them because I showed up to Houston, which uh, was after Jacksonville. And uh, that was it was after the the weekend off, and I was the worst that I'd been so far. It was just one of those things. Like if you ask any doctor, the only way to fix ribs is just to chill out and let them heal. I mean, there's not much. There's no magical device that heals people. It's just I should have been. If I could have just got hurt, Atlanta took three weeks off and came back. You know, three or four weeks off, I probably would have been right back where I was at the in the West Coast rounds. But I just never let myself heal and. Did you I think still, about I'm that? Still did, did, you, did you think about taking time off? Like, were you like, I got it? Yeah, but like, I was dumb. I mean, I was in a championship position at the time thinking, like, oh, I can just ride through this. I'm tough. Right. I've ridden through worse injuries. And I rode through it. And, I mean, I was getting sixth or seventh or eighth every weekend with broken ribs, which is, I mean, I would go out and put in, like, the fastest lap time in qualifying, and then I could only do two of them in a row before I was out of breath. How did you break your ribs? I uh, crashed in practice at Atlanta. Atlanta. I just was trying to put down. I was on a really good lap, and – I tried to do this triple-triple that everybody was doing, and I uh, just cross-rutted off of it kind of and ended up skimming out of the rhythm section. Same place RV crashed later yeah, on. Yeah, it was the exact yeah. same crash, except for uh, I kind of he kind of jumped off and kind of came to a stop, it seemed like, and mm-hmm. I kind of tried to hold on to it and skimmed out of the rhythm section, and on the last jump, it just kind of flicked me off, and I landed on the side of my bike with my ribs. I actually got really, really, like, loopy. I hit my head really bad, and I was, like, turning blue. Right. And I, I actually don't know why I even raced that night. I shouldn't have because <laughs> I was so out of it, and I just talked everybody into letting me race. And I went out for opening ceremonies and threw a big whip, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm good. <laughs> so I, I went out there. I mean, I should have, in all reality, I should have been able to been smart enough to say, hey, my body needs a little bit of time off. But, you know, a veteran guy like Brooks, you think, would have been able to be smart enough to say, hey, he needs to take time off too. But, you know, there was nobody at the races to ride for him. And well, he told me that he was saying that. And no. either you or Jimmy were like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. No, definitely not. That I mean, right. he was definitely having me race, but at the first few races, it wasn't all Brooks pushing me. Uh, right. From Houston yeah. on, from Houston on, it was pretty much all Brooks pushing me to be there because I didn't want to be there. I knew I couldn't. Right. I knew I, I could go as fast as anybody. I would go out almost every weekend, put the thing on the top of the board, and then go out, and I could only put down, you know, five laps good at the most right. on the weekend. And that, I mean. It, it was the same thing at the test track. I mean, I wasn't fast. Like I tried it. I could put twenty lap motos together, but it wasn't fast. It wasn't was just, a fast twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. If I if I could have just gone back in time, I would have you know just took three or four weeks off after uh, after Atlanta. But and the thing is too is I kept crashing. I just uh, I hit my head and it just kind of snowballed downhill. You know, I kept hitting kept my head. Worse, I, hit, yeah. I hit my head three times in a week. So that's uh, not a good thing to do, especially <laughs> no. in that position. No, definitely not. Hey, uh, Phil, I wonder what uh, – do you, do you just find it amazing that Kevin Windham's still out there and, you know, winning races last year and still racing at the highest level? Like, No, nope, I don't find that amazing at all. Okay, all you right, know, fine. Kevin, well, <laughs> let me explain a little bit. I, I, I think that Kevin is such a talented athlete mm-hmm. that I, I think 
he learned how to ride a motorcycle a certain way and he progressed up and to be one of the best in the world and now a new evolution of like techniques are out right. there and he has so much talent why can't he morph into that evolution mm -hmm. he can he d does and he is hey, kevin has always rode over the front though really of his bike right right yeah. I, I mean ask him i mean let's ask him kevin still there no yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you I'm, I'm wiping it's a tear a... out of my eye right now. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, was some, that was some kind words there, man. Phil, the philosopher. <laughs> yeah, but do you would you agree with me or not? Yeah, you know, I I feel like there's definitely some areas of my my style that I need to work on. You know, like I, I see pictures of me trying to scrub, and it's the I mean, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it's it like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the worst thing. Like a, it's a butt whip compared to like a, a just a lay flat like gnarly whip these days. I mean, there's like no comparison. And, and what it feels like when I'm on the bike is, is not what it you know not what it feels like or what it looks like. I should say, but you could you know, not we, have we, a we, visor on and look cooler than everybody. Week, you know, like, what's that? You could not have a visor on and look cooler than everybody. <laughs> Quit it. Hey, you know what's <laughs> awesome? Uh, I've I've been around for so long that I watched K Dub's first national. He he was on. Was it Mount Morris or Still City? Uh, the, the first one was, well, the, the first one that we can talk about was Mount Morris. No, I rode, the first one I worked, ever. I rode Gainesville, but no one knew I was there Yeah, AMA. Yep. We took my money. So, okay, which one was it? Mount Morris, you say? Yeah, Mount Morris was the one I, I killed it at. Yeah, that's right. And you were over the front, and I, and also, I was at Hills, first national at Binghamton. That was, that was my second race. Uh, Millville. So, I, see, I, I raced both guys. Blue. Well, I raced Millville, race. and it, uh, the first moto, I got my foot caught up in my own back wheel, and then the next week, then the next moto, it like monsooned, and I just, I didn't even score points. So it was pretty much my first race being. Yeah, but Kevin, uh, I remember watching that race, and it was interesting because you were all, you had a, you definitely have a unique style. You're all over the front. Like these days, would you agree that a lot of the riders try to ride over the front of the bike? I think on the 450s, you, you almost have to. Otherwise, the thing is out from under you. I mean, they got so much freaking power now that that's kind of the only way to ride them now. And, and that's why, you know, in the carburation days, like, the second you would get a little hiccup or whatever, you would, you would go over the bars, like, every time. So EFIs help that out a lot. But, I mean, it's, it's a beast, to, you know, to, to keep those things between the legs. I mean, it's, yeah. it's tricky. But, uh, you know, me and Mathis were talking at the race this weekend. <laughs> And we went through this time where, you know, McGrath was a real point-and-shoot kind of rider. Like, he, yeah. he would run his turns real tight. And then you, you had Carmichael that came in with the gnarly uh, corner speed and, and really used, the, you know, more of the berm. And then you had Stewart that, you know, made time in the air. And, and now it's like, you know, all those techniques are being exhausted. But yet, you know, it's like, where do you find time next? I mean, the straightaways are wide open. The turns are wide open. You're making time in the air. I mean, it's like, you know, what's the next next yeah. level? You know, everybody's just pushing so hard now that, you know, eventually the tires give out, I guess. Right. Well, we've been seeing that a little bit, right, with Stewart's crashes and, and, and RVs. Like, they're washing the fronts, <coughs> maybe. I don't know. Wait on the front. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, just maybe they're pushing the, the tires or where, whatever. Uh, hey, we got some calls. Let's take them. Is this the professor? It is indeed. Good evening, Mathis. Good evening. Do you have a question for one of our... Yes, I am enjoying your panel discussion. You have a very nice selection of historical and contemporary guests this evening. So very enjoyable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Kenny, you okay? But I'd like to um, uh, ask your guests to uh, equivocate on this uh, question. What do they think about bike setup? I like Wyndham's uh, postulation 
that uh, <coughs> setup is absolutely critical, Sorry. the man and the machine together. And so if you look, if you're a student of bike setup, there's no manual. There's Every team does it a different way, I assume. You ran it different with Ferry and all the different guys. So would you mind asking your panel to um, each just give us some points on bike setup, where they start on testing, what they do, and, and not the factory side, although that would be interesting, but more for the, the, the common man who could use this at the track on a Sunday. All right, thanks. Hey, we're going to drop uh, let you guys, go. Guys, I'm going to have to defer on this one. That, that, that dude used some words that I'm having to look up in the dictionary. <laughs> so if one of y'all could go first. Well, I'll tell you what. I gave Ferry a winning setup each and every week, and he let Dude, they're let talking me. about riders, dude. Don't even talk about fucking <laughs> you're setting up shit. The only thing you're setting up is your plate to eat. Let these guys fucking go. Fine. How do you like your bike setup? My bike setup, really, I could ride any bike and be happy as long as my bars and levers are in the right spot. That's uh-huh. the only thing. Like, I'm, I'd say like I'm probably one of the least picky guys I know when it comes to bike setup. As long as my bars and levers are in the right spot. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I can, I'm pretty good at just taking a stock bike and making it rideable for myself. I, I, I'm not very picky when it comes to bikes. Really. Phil, I don't imagine you were probably pretty picky. The way. <laughs> yeah. No, were you? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, who knows? I was slow graphics. compared to these guys. Let's talk to these guys. You were slow. Third place, ninety-five. Oh. Glenn Helen, two hundred and fifty national, and you're slow. Yeah, that was when I was young. I didn't care. Second place, Orlando, no, I, ninety-six, two hundred and fifty class, and you were slow. Good bikes. Hey, Kevin was in that race. Yeah. He got 11th, huh, K-Dub? Oh, Something dang. like that. <laughs> Factory Phil on the Great <laughs> yeah. Western Kawasaki. Hey, I got a good. So let's talk about like. You know, all this dirt bikes, and it's all cool, right. but I just read on Trans World Motocross, or you, I just seen a video, uh, and K-Dub did an interview with a guy named T in Huntington Beach. I saw that. And, He's my man. And Trans World said that was the best interview video that they've ever had. Right. And, and I think one of the reasons was because people are so saturated, saturated with moto talk to have Kevin yeah. sitting in front and actually be candid and, like, talking about something else. They love it. They like to get inside. What was the deal with that guy, K-Dub? Was he really just some random dude? We were doing an interview and, uh, like, just full-on, how's my season been going, you know, just typical question type stuff, you know, all moto-based. And this guy just rolls up on his beach cruiser wanting to know who the F I am, and he just won't let it go. And he's like just basically screaming like who are you you know and i'm i'm like all right hold on we're gonna have to pause this interview and we just totally went from the from the real deal to just having this guy t sit down and yeah uh, i don't know if you guys heard it but at the beginning like he's wanting to go blow for blow and and uh it, it was pretty funny because i could tell he wanted to fight fight and, like and with you he, fight he, fight he, yeah he halfway through the interview you guys probably heard i started talking about how much how many fights he gets in yeah yeah. He started talking about chicks, and he started talking about going out, and he started talking about, you know, his thoughts and his ideas of memories, and, I mean, just clearly just, you know, and then he tried to give me a card for some marijuana. I mean, it's like this dude was just all over the map. And here I am, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, the film's rolling. He's either going to laugh with me, and we're going to bro down, or he's going to punch me here before long. And I'm trying to direct this interview, you know, and, and just kind of meander my way through this, you know, and just see where it takes it. And it just wound up being... Just you know what I thought was one of the most uh, hilarious interviews I've ever done. It was it was a lot of fun, and you know we were just out hanging on the beach. It was a uh, MLK day. It, the beach was loaded. It was perfect day. Big waves. Everybody was out, and uh, and T was T was out in full force, man. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was very very bizarre, but it was cool at the same time. Hey, uh, I wanted to try to bring him out to uh, <laughs> to Dodger, but I, I couldn't couldn't find him again. I, I guess I need to get his card and call him. He gave me his card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll we'll let you go here shortly, Kato. We got a few more questions for you. Hey, I didn't even I didn't even answer the last one. I'm I'm the picky guy on the oh. bike setup. Yeah, there you go. No, you're not. I am. Yeah, I, I drive I, all the mechanics to quit me. Think about all the mechanics yeah, I have forced to quit. That's a good point. The years. You're right. It's a good point. Um. But but Allie used to tell me that he set everything up for you, and you just went, yeah, it's good. Yeah, he he did. But but I will say that like for instance, this weekend we went a couple clicks different on uh, two clicks different on uh, compression two two in mm-hmm. changed the whole bike setup. So uh, you know those things can get can get pretty gnarly for the last caller. But I will say that it's all a rider preference. Like however yeah. one guy likes his bike, the next guy might might think it's the worst thing he's ever rode. So it's all rider rider specific you know how much do you lean on honda for stuff because you're the only 450 guy there so how, how much do they help you or do you have like is it sort of like uh do you know what grant and 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 trey are doing do you know i know what they're doing but it, it, it really doesn't matter doesn't matter um, yeah like i said you know and and they they help they help us along the way I, i've had a great relationship with relationship with them over the years and uh you know they help me out the hydraulic clutch is huge and uh you know some some other parts um, oh, do you have that this year i do yeah oh, i didn't know Wow. Yep. Reed's but, probably going to come over and try to rip it off. Uh, hey, yes, I saw his bike. It, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, K-Dub, how, how much does Mitch help you out? Mitch is a, a huge part of our team, man. He's uh, awesome. The circuit's uh, uh, huge, and they, yep. they, they do a good job of getting us power. I, mean, I got two great starts this weekend, and uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a big asset to, to our program. So, uh, yeah, we got a good little, good little program going on the, on our team right now. Right. Hey, is there somebody that's uh, surprised you so far, K-Dub, uh, a rider, either, you know, one of the top guys or just somebody you've had to deal with that's stepped up their game? Uh, any thoughts on the, on a guy that's really uh, come a long way? Uh, this year, you know, IT's riding riding strong. Uh, you got um, – Oh, we hear it every week. Don't worry. No, he, he is. He's yeah, riding no, strong. And, and uh, so is Brayton. Brayton's riding strong. Um, I'm a little bit uh, surprised by Dungy on a negative – Mm-hmm standpoint but uh, he came on strong here at, at Dodgers so that was good for him and uh you know of course Reed's probably trying to find a little bit of a flow right now too so I mean you know we're all close though man it's it's tough yeah I mean uh we all kind of expected Kennard the only thing I thought that could bother Kennard was just the fact that he's the lone you know kind of the lone wolf on the on the factory Honda effort right now but uh he seemed to seems to be doing well and you know getting put in some really good performances but you know I mean it's it, nowadays, it's the difference of hanging a wheel on like a double or a triple, like just bare, like just landing all your jumps. Like, I mean, absolutely perfect, perfectly yeah. clean, and I mean, it's just it's so tight right now. I noticed that same thing, Kevin. Like, it is like just the rhythm sections was like the only place to make up time, just spurting in between the jumps. Like, it didn't At, seem hanging like a wheel or, or just whatever, just just nailing the downside and and uh, racing through it. I mean, it's, it, we're really close. What do you think of the tracks this year? I think like I've went to all three races. Anaheim had one good rhythm section. It looked like there was some different stuff to do, but other than that, the tracks haven't looked like there's there's much to throw people off. Is yeah, that- I mean, I'm dude, I'm big fan of the Dirt Works guys. I think they do a great job with their track designs this year. Been a little bit weak, and uh, I'm sure I'll get some slack from here this weekend. But you know, it's it's like we we do everything on the second lap. In, in uh, Dodger Stadium, I did everything on the second lap, and it's just you right. know. As the track changes, you know, race lines work in, and uh, that one uh, after the second whoop section there, we went uh, earlier in the day we were going 2-3, and then race, I kind of drove it in hard, went 1-2-2. Two, two. But, I mean, that's the, the difference in options, you know. I mean, it's like it's just it's so 
minor that you know everybody's doing the same thing you got you know lights the guys are going as fast as big bikes which you know they should they, they kind of always have because they have the power to do all the big jumps and they have the you know the ability to turn on a dime you know in relation to the mm-hmm. 450 so um yeah i wish we could have more options and and you know better ways to pass instead of you know block passing which is fine i don't have an objection to block pass i think that's great but you know, if you get in a block passing situation, racing for second and third, it allows the leader to get away, and then you know it kind of, I think, in a way, makes racing worse. You know, later at the later stages of the of the race. Right, right. Good points. I, I seen the track this weekend too. Uh, I mean, I like the dirt dirt work guys too. I mean, I think they do a good job. They have no time to put the tracks in, but I was looking at the track this weekend, and even just like the angles of the corners didn't look right. Like it looked like a, tr- a track that was really tough to keep a good line while holding, you know, making sure you don't just get t-boned by somebody. All the lines seemed like they were uh, all kind of coming together, like especially after the finish line, even kind of before the finish line, everybody seemed like they were just bunching up. Yeah, there was some there was some major bunching going on. I mean, it was a insane co- opening couple, you know, five laps, I guess, to the main event, you know, where a lot of that Dyson was going, you know, back and forth. And, and even like in that sand section after the start straight, you hung the left and then you went into that, that you know, that big double that we were launching into the sand. And yeah. the way they put that kicker in, in that uh, – right side it just kind of funneled us all over to that left side of the track so i mean when you put when you put like you know these little dog legs in there you know we're we're obviously going to try to go as straight of a line as we can from point a to point b as straight as possible so these dog legs just kind of have you know really choke the track down where you know from being 20 feet wide down to you know about four or five feet hey i have another theory i just wanted to ask you because you're the you're the smartest guy i know when it comes to dirt biking so you know the whoops at the tracks, like they've been trying yep. to make them smaller to make them safer. I think that's the complete opposite way to go. I think if they were to make the whoops bigger and tighter out of corners, it would make for you know the the better rider would get through them better and they'd be safer because it'd be lower speed. Do you, yeah, I mean I think whenever you get going fast, I mean that's a good opportunity to blow a hand off or you know you do occasionally drop your front end and like you say when you're when you're doing you know thirty or forty through a set of whoops, you know and you drop the front end, it, it's uh can get to be a pretty wild ride but um yeah you know i don't know I, I think that the more they try to mess with the track just for the purpose of trying to make racing tighter i, I think that that's jeopardizing you know both racing and and you know kind of not really achieving their goal we, we've seen tracks that are you know um you know more difficult i think sometimes having having the best racing and the, uh, well, the we're getting the lappers, and you still have these issues. And you know what? Reality is, it's a dangerous sport. We're not. You're not ever going to get over that. So you know, let's just quit preparing for it, and just uh, you know, recognize the fact that there's risk involved with Supercross, and there always will be. And yeah. You know. Well, the, the the point I was trying to make is, it's got to be kind of almost discouraging for like a guy like you, who I don't think on a technical level there's really anybody that can hold a candle to you. And then when they go out and they make the tracks easier just to almost take an advantage away from a guy like you that just goes out there and actually gets it done on the technical side, they, they start to make the tracks easier and easier to where it just comes down to whoever feels like, you know, who has the, the most to gain and the least to lose on a night is the way I look at it. I mean, there's a lot of times out there where, I mean, guys aren't going to make it all 17 rounds when the tracks are that fast and, and that close to where, uh, that's just the way I look at it. I look at they keep making the tracks easier, but then they're adding there's, more speed, and it's they're still the objects are still just as sharp and tight. I, I don't know. That's I, just how I think. I'm about with it. you, but except when the whoops were like early 2000s when they were gnarly big, it seemed like 
like literally five guys would get through them and everyone would gap, you know, big but then, gaps. But then they turned know? into jumps because the, the loops would get packed in better because yeah. people would jump through them. By the end of the, by the, night, end of the night, the good guys were, when they'd get yeah. packed in, it looked like they were skimming. They I were, could be totally wrong. I just, big, maybe I watched way too many 90s motocross <laughs> videos. But I don't I, know. That's I, just what I see. Uh, I think it was 2000 Anaheim Stadium. Oh, they were big. Dude, they were so yeah. – they, they were the gnarliest whoops I've ever seen on a track, whether yeah. I raced or not raced. Kata, were you there that night? Yeah. I think, uh, you, yeah. Yeah, o- I think over so the I finish remember. line you made a right, and MC skipped them the first lap. Yep, I, I remember that. I was at They KTM were unbelievable. That, that year. That was, and they were straight is that up when, and down. Is that when he crashed in them and he got the foot peg in the side? No, no that, that was, was San Diego. That was 99. Hey, let's mow through these calls, and then uh, we'll let Wyndham go um, and uh, do whatever hey, he does. Hey, Dub, where are you at right now? I'm uh, just chicken Kicking it in my uh, old 1970 uh, model rocking chair in my living room. Nice. All right, who we got on? Uh, uh, Wallace, you there? Yeah, bud. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for calling in. You got a question? No worries. No, I just wanted to touch in on the 90s situation with Hilliard and tell him that the 90s blew today away by far. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. And Wallace they would did. know. Yes, I would. But this. There was a big thing about the box fans back then, and, and most of the riders, you know, traveled with the mechanics, and it was a lot more closer oriented than it is now, you know. And all the riders got along better, I think, back then because they were together all the week with the mechanics and everything. And now it's more like a, a family deal where everybody flies into mom, pa, and the semis, you know, and they have to stay right. in their home. Everybody has the entourages too, also. Exactly. You, you get your own, your own your own friends built in. All right, thanks, Wallace. No thanks. Hey, I got a good story about that. About Matt Wallace. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Can we hear it? It's an awesome one. Okay. He he worked for Birdwell the year after I worked for Three Deegan. Birdwell mechanics in the in exactly. right, now, right here. And, yeah. dude, Birdie and Deegan pulled some chicks, and they were going out with him after the race. Oh, you told the story twice. I want to hear it. What okay. happened? You you guys jacked him up, and you bought Ambien and put in his chicken tacos. No, it was Ambien most Valium. And Deegan <laughs> went to Taco Bell and got dude. a bunch of tacos, and Wallace was in the shower. And Deegan didn't want Wallace to go with him, and Birdwell didn't. So he took Valium and crumpled him up and put him in his tacos. And Wallace's? And Wallace ate him. <laughs> and then he, he sat down on the bed, and then he was going to go with him. And five minutes later, he'd look over at Wallace. He's in his full clothes, ready to go, just drooling on himself. And awful. that's what I was – it's so funny you said it about the uh, – the chick pulling chicks in the boxies because that's that's kind of what I was about to say about the box fan days, man. They used to just like scoop them up and and uh, get in the back with you know. Phil, yeah, Phil would uh, <laughs> Phil would take extra time getting in and out of his gear in the back of his Suzuki box. Truck. Hey, do you remember <sighs> when, remember Factory Road for me and he had the girlfriend Honey and she she asked where oh, the okay. the keys were for the bike she wanted to ride it. That's hey, the type hey, of girls. Hey, Kate, Kate, <laughs> I I apologize for ever bringing her to your house. No, dude. Sorry, sorry hey. to uh, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Wyndham, the state of Mississippi. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, all right, let's get to uh, – hey, Dave, you still on there? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, thanks for calling in, bud. You got a question for uh, one of our guests tonight? Yeah, sure, uh, Kevin, actually. Just wondering if he has any uh, – I've done some, like, little sections of water crossing on my bike. Um, I saw him do it in Transworld Crush and on YouTube – I know it seems like a side topic, but I figure I never heard anybody ask him about it before. So just wondering if he has any tips on it, like what gear using fifth, fourth, stuff like that. I honestly wouldn't do it unless if I could get like just peak speed out of my bike. Like if I couldn't get fifth wide, I, I wouldn't probably never. Yeah, the yeah, I hear you. regardless of of the uh, length, because like I know by the time I get to the end of mine, it, it, you know, once once you start 
you know, speed starts falling off, it, it gets hard to keep them on the water. But I think the biggest thing is just commitment. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm not recommending anybody do a water crossing because I'm here to tell you it's as hard as concrete because it's holding your bike up, right? And I don't <laughs> really know if I can swim in my riding gear, but I haven't tried yet yeah. with helmet and everything else. And hey, Dave. Every time I do it, I'm so worried about busting my ass that I have, like, people ready to dive in. Hey, Dave, how about, how about a water crossing in a brand-new pickup truck? Now, pickup trucks, you would think, would I've do seen it easier because four I've wheels, s- they don't make it as far. Dude, this guy bought it. This guy, this guy came home with a brand new truck when Phil and I were at his house, and he drove it across the corner of the lake, got stuck, put it in four wheel <laughs> drive, opened the door up, water going inside his truck. The truck is filthy. I go, Are you going to wash it? He goes, We don't wash our trucks here in Mississippi. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, so, thanks, Dave. But when you hit thanks the water, for, the call. try to blow your feet off. That's another big thing. Got to tuck the feet in, grip onto the frame really hard, tuck them toes. Like angle them in with your heels out because if water gets on the inside between your frame and your feet, your yeah. toes, you know, it's gonna it's gonna rip them off. Ouch! All right, one more question for Kevin Windham. Uh, Gavin, you there? Hey, sorry I'm pulling a has been, but uh, one quick question for uh, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in the '90s, so those are my good old days. But uh, Canard's getting me excited again, bringing back the knack knack. So, when are we gonna see a good old number 38 on the 125 Kevin Windham heel clicker again? Wow. You know, I've been I've been having a lot of requests for the for the heel clicker, and uh, I got to tell you, I'm going to have to stretch a little bit, and uh, I'm not <laughs> sure if these old bones will uh, get the feet up around the head anymore. But uh, you know, I'm going to have to try it one day because I'm getting a lot of requests for it, and uh, as lame as it may be, um, you know, hey, I'm all about uh, I I. Uh pleasing the guys in the stand. So I'm thinking, you know, some cross hits, some nose wheelies, and, and maybe a heel clicker here in the future. We're probably not going to get to the voicemail today because we have this stellar group here, but somebody left me a voicemail on the show line just going on and on about your lane-to-lane jump, and it blew his wig back in L.A. this weekend. He Greatest thing he's ever seen. Maybe we'll get to it in a little bit here. But St. <laughs> Louis last year was the biggest thing I've seen in the dark, berm to berm over the starting line. Yeah, St. Louis was insane. I mean, St. I wouldn't have, actually. I wouldn't have done St. Louis if I didn't have press day there because I looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and finally I decided I was going to do it. And I mean, it, it was big with the lights on, and you know, I was like, okay, that's great. I just did it, so everyone knows that yeah. I can. But now I got to think about the whole lights off, spotlight in the face, uh. you know, all that kind of thing. So. And that's something that kind of makes me proud that people appreciate because yeah. it may only be jumping 40 feet, 50 feet, whatever, but it's crazy when you have, you know, not only can you not see anything because it's dark, but, like, you know, do it with a flashlight shining in your face. You know? yeah. yeah. You were eyeing that thing up at Phoenix, track walk, and I'm like, you're insane. And you're like, I think I can do it. Hey, I had a big one in Phoenix, but I, I backed out. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. said you're, you're, you're Yeah, dumb. Yeah, that was ridiculous. All right. Uh, I was staying at K-Dubs one hey, time. Hey, thanks for calling, by the way, caller. See you. Thank you. And, uh. I would say I used to jump a lot of stuff back in the day. I wasn't really afraid. Like chicks or? Well, <laughs> well, I'm talking about dirt oh, okay, bikes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got and anyway, we go to K-Dub. We're at K-Dub's track at his house. And he said, hey, I, I got this one cross hit. Dude, and he jumped this thing. I was like, I ain't jumping it. Really? Yeah. Didn't even try it. Didn't even try it. It was huge. <laughs> and it was sick. I don't know if he remembers. It was probably five tracks ago. But I remember and it was gnarly. And it was big. Yeah. And I was like, that's I like sick. hearing stories like that. Ferry's told me a few Swink stories, yeah. too. Swink oh, did some he, stuff. Dude, he was the best. And Timmy's like, we just sat there, all of us. Yep. Uh, Tishner, Timmy, whoever. I got one of Swinkster back in the day. I think it's 93 or 94. They used to have, like, a backwards 
dragging back and then brought into the triples. Uh-huh. And Swinkster would come. San Jose one time, Swinkster came out of the corner and hit that over the first one on the triple. Yeah, yeah. Even Guy Cooper <laughs> back in the day was like unbelievable. Right. I couldn't believe you jumped. Yeah, I like hearing stories Swinkster, like Brian Swink, that dude would jump anything. Or, or Wyndham, Huge. maybe. Wyndham or Swink, either guy. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like Swink's yeah, got you covered, big. according to Phil. I don't know. Yeah, K-Dub Swink's a, was a bad, bad dude. All right. He would jump hey, some stuff. Uh, Kevin, thank you for coming on, man. We kept you longer than than I said, hey. and I apologize, but it was I'm awesome. not going to lie to you. I, I, I was in the gym and, uh, you know, got me a, a, a little 30-minute bike ride in, uh, rode today because it was supposed to be raining tonight. And uh, my wife's still out there in the gym, and basically I have, I have nothing to do right now but talk to you guys. So I'm in the you – know, this is about the only time I get to actually talk to Phil Lawrence, which is – Sad. Coolest thing ever. This is making my night to have Phil and also the other uh, the other K Dub. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's always nice to have him on the line too, and, and Hill, all you guys. But so I, hey, I'm in, dude. I, and actually, I was I'm ready to tell stories. We tell stories all night. Yeah. <laughs> no. We, I feel like we're at PC with a couple CLs. Hey, K Dub. How about okay, your hey, first listen, big right bike? Now, let's all everybody take a little break. I let's go grab a beer. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll all sit and have a beer together. Yeah. Well, Hill can't because it'll be on vital. Oh, yeah, right. I'm 21 now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just kidding. Hey, K-Dub, how about your first big bike win? Charlotte, right? Yep, Charlotte. On the way, you lost a grand. or Remember, we were flying there and you lost on the a plane. grand. Yep, on the plane. That's right. 1100 hey. bucks or something. That's what he listened to. I made it back that night. <sighs> yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say his first big bike win, Charlotte. Yeah. That was a crazy track. It was so long. and Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, was, was, that, was, was uh, that muddy or was Dowd's race muddy? Was that race was not real muddy. I mean, it did rain a little bit. And then when Dowd won, it was real Dallas, muddy. It was Dallas. it was real muddy when Dowd won. And yeah. He, you know who was winning that race? Right. Well, leading it up to the Henry? point where. What's that? Was Henry? No, me. And then <laughs> you I got a flat a dirt, tire. I took a dirt nap, knocked myself out. Didn't remember where I was at. Was puking blood. Everybody was freaking out. I, I was like a half a track of lead, and uh, they wound up carrying me out of there on the stretcher. And that was when Dowd won it, and he happened to win that race, which is the same race I won in Charlotte, and he was an active 125 rider. So those are the only two guys that have ever won a a big bike main while a light's uh, active, and it was both in Charlotte. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, Certainly Jason Thomas has tried that many times but never made it happen. Um, Hey, uh, talking about Swink, was he one of the guys, K-Dub, when you look back on your career, one of the guys that uh, maybe had the most talent and didn't make it? And I mean, there's varying degrees of make it, but – who? Swink. You know, like one of the guys that should have uh, been better. Okay, yeah. With that question, I know it's – Right. Define make it. I don't know. I, I, so Swinkster made it. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, he, was, he was one of the very best. Swink should have been his his expectations. Good. Didn't meet his expectations. Yes. Okay, or or okay, every, okay. everyone's expectations of him. Of him. Okay. Of him. Did, I mean, okay. I don't know. I wasn't around, but I watch old videos from, I mean, I guess before like 93 – and when McGrath and Swink were coming up in the lights, or not lights, 125 class, and, like, I mean, it was like those guys were getting compared side-by-side side quite a bit. I mean, it seemed like. Who, MC and him? MC and Swink. And then, yep. I don't know, it just kind of seemed like MC took off, and then uh, Swink had a bad year. Like, what, I mean, right. what do you got? And then, like, it just kind of seemed like it got Swink rode the Suzuki. He left Mitch, and Mitch told him to stay. He said he wanted, he went to Suzuki, took the money, yeah. to ride the big bike. The bike wasn't that good. You rode that bike that year, right, Phil? Well, okay, was the, it, oh, the big bikes weren't that good. Yeah. 125s were good. So he rode the big bike, and it was like, who's going to win their first race? And then in 03, Jeremy, everyone knows what happened after that. The Swingster's attitude 
It, it was just an attitude. <laughs> it, it, and I'm telling you, to be the best, the elite at, yeah. at this sport, you have to have every piece of the puzzle. K-Dub, he could tell you. Right. Yeah, I have think people don't even think about. Yeah, and I and I think a lot of people have a lot of the pieces, but very few have all the pieces. I always thought or like most when I hung pieces. out with Swink, Triple X days, and Honda Troy, I always thought Swink didn't have enough of an ego. He almost had a almost thought he was crappy. You know what I mean? Swink thought he was wasn't that good, and his I, talent. I don't, I don't see that. No. Okay. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever thought he was in better. He knew he was just as good as everybody else. That's what made him so mad. But his attitude, like he would get to the race, and one little thing, yeah, it would just blow. Would it. happen, and it would deter his <laughs> that was entire it. weekend. Yeah. That was it. His attitude, not like, okay, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. Jeremy would show up every weekend, and it didn't matter when the gate dropped. He would perform his best right. every weekend, or 95% would get the job done. But he knew how to. Uh, he knew how to set his mind right. to where he was going to do what he was going to do, and he did. Yeah, one time MC told me uh, back when he was racing that he used to watch Swink and practice sometimes and be like, "What, what's Brian doing? And that just blew me away. I'll never forget that. Check this out. John Michelle Bell would go up to Swingster all the time and, like, ask him about lines and stuff. Wow. There was, you go. I, I only right. know all this from failure. <laughs> honestly like i mean i never won the races like these guys but you know i've hung out with them enough and talked to them enough and watched enough that that that's how i think that i understand so we talked about swing anybody else come to mind like that anybody that Um, you used to watch or you know or anything like that just just gnarly that didn't you know it's only fitting that you you uh asked me uh this question on on the heels of every interview i've ever done over the last you know two years talking about you know lack of championships on on you know on the 14th plate but uh you know like phil was saying man it's just people don't don't all the time get uh you know what it what it takes to to go to that level and and you know i gotta say that i i don't get it either i haven't got it from time to time and um you know i've been really close but you know, the thing that trips me out, speaking about myself specifically, because I'm about the only other guy that I can think that comes to mind, but it bothers me that championships sometimes these days come to these technicalities, you know, like NASCAR adopting a new point system potentially, right. or like, you know, us having, you know, for instance, the, the year that, that I went against Reed, you know, Reed was the better man, and I'll never say that I deserve a championship more than him. That You'll never hear those words come out of my mouth. But he got grandfathered into one of the races because he didn't qualify. Well, guess what? That was in 08. In 09, they took that clause out. You had to actually qualify for the races. Right. Yeah. So if I would have been in the same position as I would have been with him in 08 to 09, I would have won. But mm-hmm. now they've adopted – now in 2010, they went back to if you're in the top ten, you get grandfathered in, like if you don't qualify from the main event. Oh, is that back? They I didn't did know that, that was I back. Know. I didn't know that was back. It is back. Yeah, so wait, is what, is, if you're in the top ten in total points, <laughs> listen to the team manager here trying to get the rules. Yeah, if you're, if you're top ten, <laughs> yeah, yeah, K-Dub. If you're in the top ten, then you're you're good. You're, you're in. But yeah, I think you only get you know two uh, two get out of jail free cards. But right, well, you know, there, there's I'm some technicalities that's happened along the way where you know I, I feel like you know it just sucks to to be so freaking close so many times that it's just yeah. uh, it's tough. But you know, at the end of the day, when I have to you know. 
validate my career to people for whatever reason. I don't know. think you have to. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the media likes it. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly in the media, although, you know, summer cross. Well, you all, you're always going to have that question, right? I mean, that's just that's yeah. just a given. You're always going to have that question. But the reality is, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty content with beating the best freaking guys in the world right. of all times, you know, and that's, that's kind of enough for me. We all we all have our, you know, yeah. successes. And I, I agree. That's, that's you, mine. And the same with Villaman. You know, some people bag on Villaman or whatever, and I'm like, hey, at one time he beat the best, you know, uh, and, and anybody you want to put up against him when he raced, he could beat the best at a race. And that's uh, that's that's a hell of a thing to put on your mantle. I guess it doesn't fill your bank account, but you put it yeah, on your mantle. We're all, we're all doing fine. Right, right. Maybe I don't have the Carmichael winning attitude, but if I could train, trade careers with anybody, it'd probably be you. I mean, you've been around. You've, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard one person ever boo you. Ever, anytime you ever come out, you get the loudest applause. You've been around the longest. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. I boo him every day. Yeah, you just hadn't been sitting next to Kate up during the opening ceremony. <laughs> well, like, even when you went through your uh, rough years at Suzuki there, it was never like a sort of a pile-on mentality. Everybody was like, man, I just hope he gets better and comes back. You know what well, I yeah, mean? Well, like, that's because half of them were at the bars drinking with me before the race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they used to buy the rounds. They'd be like, hey, yeah. we need to – I mean, how is somebody going to boo me when I just bought them a round? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Everybody was on your side. Like, everybody was just like, hey, man, you know, he'll get it together and come back and kick everyone's ass again, and, and you did. And uh, it's just – I think it just speaks to your popularity among – racers mechanics teams or whatever you know well i mean that, and that's the that's the beauty of it and the blessing behind it i mean it's just uh you know that's kind of why i'm there you know to be honest with you it's a uh, it's a good feeling and, and to be honest with you an addiction that's uh you know one of the strongest that you know i'm having to deal with in my life is just the the feeling of of the opening ceremonies and the you know the the relationships and the you know being able to sit and talk you know on the phone for an hour about old stories going back to the 90s or whatever it's just you know it's kind of who we are, you know, all of us on the line right now and the callers and everything else. I mean, this is some serious shit that, you know, it's, you know, makes us who we are and it, it goes way deeper than, uh, you know, the dusty trophies upstairs, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I feel like you're one of the guys that – and there's there's a bunch of – there's a few of them in the sport. Like, I just feel like you're one of the guys that, that is a fan and, and it keeps it real and you can bullshit and talk about the sport and all that. I'm not so sure all the top guys nowadays are like that so much, you know? So – um, hey, let's take a call here. We got uh, Eric. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Eric's been on hold hey, a long time. Thanks for holding, bud. Hey, no problem. Hey, Kevin, I got a question for you. Last year, Indy Supercross, um, you were the first guy, only guy, most of the night to uh, you were wheeling onto that dragon back before the triple. And I feel like if you were to held that line, you would have definitely won that race. <laughs> I want to know what you think. I can't remember that. I can't remember that, Hill. So I started wheeling on and, and jumping out of that dragon's back. Yeah. And, and what did I what did I revert to? <laughs> no, you, you did it all. You did it all night. But it's just uh, Villapoto picked it up later in the night, and I think. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that's all. Uh, that's that damn video. And you know, I, I'm I'm one for you know uh, outlawing videos in the stadium because uh, the second <laughs> you do something good, and, and you know what? It's funny because oftentimes I you know I think of a way to do something, or I think a lot of riders think of a way to do something. And, you almost would like to hold it for like lap ten of the main event or something ridiculous because you know you don't know how. But well, for one, if anyone ever gets a chance to see it on video, you know there's so many spotters up in the stadiums now that uh, you know they can pick up something forever. But you know one of the gnarliest dudes on the track is Chad Reed because it's almost like he can almost hear my bike 
Like, I remember when I was racing with him for the championship, I could always make time on when I was behind him and I'd pass him or, or get close to him. And then he would adapt his line or, or like, he could hear, like, oh, I'm on the ground right here, but Wyndham's in the air. He must be doing something different behind oh, yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah. He's one of the few guys that can pick up on a line without even actually seeing it just by hearing you behind him. So, right. um, yeah, you, you got to kind of be careful these days when you play your cards on obstacles because, uh, you know, like you say, once one person gets it on film, it's uh, yeah. not really a, a yeah, deal anymore. Was, Everybody starts That was pretty it. sweet. I just I saw it in practice, and I was, I was just hoping you held it, but you did it in the qualifier, and then uh, – like I said, Velopoto picks it up. You had a, you had a hell of a race, but I just think without that line, he would have never caught you. Yep, showed my showed my ace too quick, huh? <laughs> thanks, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Beth. Yeah, and, and actually, L M's up in the press box filming, and they. They got some stuff going on where their camera has to be exactly in the same spot at all times, and I think I know what they're doing, but I probably can't say. But they got some why? tricky video, video stuff going on because well, I, why, why, why would you not be able to say? Because I mean, like, because I, like if I I'll here's, tell you here's okay factory Phil tell us I don't know where I heard it from, but uh, you know have you ever played like Gran Turismo or ATV Fury or? <laughs> In Where the, is this going? Uh, I'm explaining I have, to I have, you, okay? Yes, okay? All right, you know how you have the ghost, like you yeah. do quick times, and right. you have the ghost cars? Well, that's what yeah. it is. They film all the riders. They overlay and, somebody. And it overlays, yep. Yeah, we. I have, oh, I'll get the overlay footage as well. There you go. Oh, okay. See, so here's, here, here was my thing with not saying it, because if I find that out by somebody else, I would say it. But Larry, like, told me about it, so it's like not exactly like I got my – scoop about it then he said don't say nothing so i didn't say nothing but phil did he's just being well, a pussy he's yeah, being I a pussy no i mean yet. if i found out through other rays i'd be like hey this is what lnm's doing but if the team manager is like hey matt this is what we're doing don't say nothing i won't say it but there we go so it's a oh, it's an atv fury overlay uh, well whatever i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah no no, no i like yeah. it ghosting yeah, yeah, yeah. ghosting there ghosting. you go not everybody understands ghosting at least yeah so how, At how, least in the lot sweeping business. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil films his competitors in the lot sweeping uh, industry. I don't and call them competitors, teammates, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I just run you know out how many parking lots, Phil, you know how many parking lots you could do if you did ghost yourself? And, I don't and want to. You could get new lines. I wouldn't get up. much sleep. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, Phil, your job, you're, getting up, you're sweeping at midnight, right, Seth? Like, that's when you do it? That sucks. I, I, some at midnight, yeah. yeah. A lot. I, I don't. I don't stay up all night anymore. My my hours used to be brutal right. when I first started, but you know I'm good now. I have a family. I have to take care of my little boy. Let me ask you a question. Life. So after since your career has been over, did you have to go to work to be financially set, or did you oh, go to yeah, work? Oh yeah, no, I had to. Really? I blew so much money. Where at? <laughs> Everywhere. Here in, in Vegas, this place sucks. Too what? much Dude, here. I'm, What's I'm with him. You blow so much money. If I if I knew half of what I knew, you know back. Two decades ago, oh my gosh! Okay, he says where and what. I have Wyndham on the phone. I went and paid cash for a twenty-five thousand dollar Harley. I right know after I sold losing five grand to his he, friends in a card game. That's right. Yeah. And, it, I mean, and like, it, it was nothing to have thirty thousand dollar weeks. I mean, you know, totally. I, I spent over a million dollars in jet fuel going to races. I was yeah. going to say Wyndham has has the, your 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 private right. jet has definitely, yeah, wow. So well, you blow it, man. That kind of but like it, it kind of blows me away, like. Factory Phil was like a legend in the sport of motocross, and to see a guy like that who's put the years and work he put into it, yeah. And and I think about what he does now, it it kind of bums me knowing that my friend has to go do that. But 
he is okay with that, and he's fine with that. There's too many other guys out there that are at Phil's level, that race, that have to go to work, that go to work, and, and they're bummed. And yeah. you know what? He's just like, hey, it's just the way it is. Yeah, but let, let me – I would – so I have to have a job. Uh, you know, I didn't make enough money to not work. And what I do now, I wouldn't pick another thing. I couldn't pick another job. So I'd you're saying do. one man's no garbage is another man's treasure? That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No problem. I, and hey. I'm not too proud to say it. I'm pumped at what I do. Hey, I it gives me the freedom. I, I'm stoked. I got a question for you. How far, like, what areas do you sweep? Like, what area, what towns? Temecula, Murrieta. Do you go up to Temescal Canyon? Medifee, no. Because I was driving to the airport. Uh, to, the, to the dump. And, uh, and I was driving to the airport, and there's a street sweeper at, like, f 6 in the morning. Uh, Running up and down, and he caused so much dust that, like, the yeah. whole traffic stopped. Like, and I was trying to go to the airport. Oh, and you were going to blame it on me? Yeah, and I was going to see if it was you. I, I, you're the first person I thought no. of when Do I you got your the name on the side of your truck. Factory, no, Phil. How <laughs> sweet is your truck? Is it factory? Is no, it super clean? It's standard? No. Is it clean it's all the time? It's actually dirty, no. Now, you got the nickname Factory Phil for people who don't know because when you were a privateer, I wanted your to be shit a was always tight, yeah, right? Like, it looked good, right? We were talking about on the way here. I think Phil is the first rider when he rode for Fox to wear red boots. Like That's before right. Chicken, before Bradshaw, before all those dudes. Yeah. That's why I cool. seen Hill when he was all tightened up at Anaheim, all stoked on what K Dub. If you had, <laughs> if you had enough tucked away to not do anything, what would you, you would do? Nothing? No, you no, no. Nothing. I'd do, do something. something. I, I for sure would do something. If I had enough money tucked away, I would probably own a race team. I would never own a race team. <laughs> just, you don't make money, right? You don't make uh, money yeah. owning a race team. I don't know. Do you K Dub or what? Or is it just a good write off? <laughs> Tell hey, me, I hey, don't know. CDs. Yeah. Lottie Dottie says, what's up? Yeah, tell Lottie Dottie hi. And she likes to potty. Hey, I'm going to bring uh, my family back, K-Dub. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, totally. I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Nah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm telling you, we are. Good. All right. So, well, uh, hey, tell oh, Lottie, let's let Lottie. Wyndham go. Okay. Hey, I was going to tell, okay. tell one story about, uh, yeah. about uh, nah, I can't tell. Well, it was about Bradshaw and Ezra Lusk and... Uh, Oh, Bradshaw. I, hey, I'm ready for Bradshaw story. I had dinner with Ezra Lusk last week. Ezra's yeah. back in the game. He's and, back. Uh, you know, when we were He's talking awesome. about Swink, Swink is the only guy that I had a run-in with. Well, no, I actually had a, a run-in with Ferry, had a run-in with Swink, and I had a run-in with, with, well, I should have had a run-in with Bradshaw. That's what got that whole thought process going because there's a few riders that we've, you know, we've had our run-ins, but, you know, now we're all cool, me and Dog and, uh, and, and Swink, everybody's straight, but... We were in uh, Fukuoka, Japan, doing a Supercross one time, and Ezra was behind Damon, and uh, I was behind Ezra, and, and we were just freight train along, right? And Ezra wouldn't pass Damon. I wouldn't I either. What's, what's that? <laughs> I wouldn't either. It's Bradshaw, dude. Well, he, Bradshaw was kind of holding up the show at the time. Yeah, zero so chance. So we go into this corner, and I'm, I'm just like, I scrub this jump even before. <laughs> Scrubbing. Even talent, existed, right? pure talent. Didn't even know yeah. what he was so, doing. Hey, so Ezra pulls his foot up. Like, you know, like when you know somebody has you, right, and you just give way and you pull your foot up? Like, oh, man, he's about to nail me in this, in this corner. He looks over to his right, and I'm like five feet away from him. And I could, he's just like, you know, what the hell's going on? I was bypassing him, and I hit Damon so hard, knocked him off the track. It was, it was kind of like a, a Villam and Phoenix deal, mm -hmm. the only other one I did yeah, in my yeah. entire life. Right. After the race, Damon came chasing Ezra down, saying he was going to break his effing legs and everything else, and, like, there was this big scuffle. And to this day, hopefully, if, if Damon is listening to this, I just jeopardized our friendship. Because to this day, he still thinks Ezra hit him in Japan. He thought it was Yogi. 
Yeah. Hey, hey, K-Dub, do you remember the do you remember the theme song for that stadium? Wop wop wee, wop wop <laughs> wee. Uh, I do. Yeah. Were you there when we had the guns and we almost all got put in jail for those little plastic balls? Yep. Like, yep. you know, you can't have guns in Japan. Like they they're yeah. outlawed or whatever. They tried to arrest me at the at the at the airport for having a porn magazine. Well, yeah, that, that's uh, <laughs> that's on the no no list there too. Huh? <laughs> what do those guys do? Why, how do they party? Those guys must not have any fun. What's up with them? They don't have guns <laughs> hey, or porn. Hey, hey Wyndham, do you remember when we went to that after party oh, in Tokyo? After funny. we went to that motocross bar, and everybody went into those. Like they opened up that bar, and it was like a, a the bar was all with like your guys' jerseys all over the place. And I do was, remember it. Remember, and J Bone got the keys to that shelf, and it had all that ancient <laughs> Japanese warrior stuff, and everyone put on the helmets yeah. and the swords. And the owner of the club came in, and he was freaking out. He said the stuff was like three hundred years old. Like all, you know, sacred, you know. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. Those good are times. Good, good right times. On. Thank, all right, thank you, Kevin, for coming on. Always a hey, treat. no worries. Enjoyed it. Right on. Thanks. Good up. Tell the family hi. We'll do. See you guys. See you later, Wingdom. All right, Kevin Wingdom. And with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. We'll be back shortly with uh, Factory Phil Lawrence and Josh Hill and then the other guy. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show.
If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. All right, welcome back to the Pulp MX Show. So we had Kevin Windham on, and now we're going to have uh, uh, some more guests coming in. Hopefully, I think JT Money's going to be calling in. Soon. Hey, I'm check sure. this out before we get going. Yeah. I want to thank yes. the Holiday Inn Las Vegas. In the Holiday Inn Las Vegas, it's on Flamingo. The H. Holiday Inn, yes, it's called the H2. It's on Flamingo and Paradise. Anybody coming into town, they need a good rate. They hook it up there. You never know who you're going to bump into. You could bump into Ivan Tedesco, Josh Hill, Phil Lawrence, uh, Chad Reed, Will Hahn, Tommy Hahn. Right. That's where everybody stays. So when you're coming into Vegas and you it's need a place to stay, it, yeah, you never know who you're going to bump into, and they're, they're guaranteed is a good rate. Right. Guaranteed a good rate. Uh, hey, let's not forget one of our sponsors, FMF Racing. They're on board with us all year. Uh, FMF, uh, very excited about the sponsorship of Ryan Villapoto. I guess it's working out pretty well for them. Um, so it, check it them, looks check, like it. Check them out, btosports.com also. X-Brand Goggles, thexbrand.com. Kicker, O'Neill, thank you for all on being on board. JGRMX. Hey, you want to hear something uh, funny? Hung out with those guys this weekend a lot. They, uh, Coy, took a lot of digs at you this weekend. Good, perfect. A lot of digs. Yeah. Perfect. You know what's crazy? When we were having our meeting over at Cowie, mm -hmm. uh, they, Donnie Emler and uh, – Danny, 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 Danny Laporte. Laporte walked by when they're having the meeting, and they the look on their face was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, what was what was Coy taking digs at? You. Perfect. Yep. Wait until I'll get him back. By how short you are, how your team's probably folding, or I don't I don't even remember. Yeah, cool. Uh, at hey, least I don't pay my riders close to a million dollars, and then they're not winning. <laughs> uh, and then uh, or get get the, get their dad to. Yeah, well, dude, that's the difference between my team and his team. Dad, dad, I need sponsors. Dad, dad, I need money. That's how JGR runs it off of Dad, dad's wallet. So it's the way we do it. And that's Coy, you don't like it? Sponsors. That's our sponsor, JGR. 
But they do do good work. But even if Dad Dad has nothing to do with it, they they know what's going on. Yeah. But if you're We're digging, every week. if you're it's digging at me, Coy, back yeah. at you, buddy. Hey, we got a uh, we got Nash on the line. Nash, you there? Hey, what's going on? We Nash. finally have him, Nash. Nash, do I produce when you ask? The listeners ask, and what happens? Yes, Kenny, I fell asleep on the couch here. It's East Coast time. I got a little head cold. I I rolled over. I turned on my laptop, and I asked, "Let me see who's on." And I hear the voice of Factory Phil. Yes, you, yes. you Kenny, you made it. I, I can't thank you enough. Then I start hearing these crazy stories about Phil vacuuming parking lots. Phil, I used to do it in college, brother. I'm a I'm a proud nice, father too now, nice, and I'm a teacher, yeah. but I'm right there with you. I know what that's all about. Yeah, good. Awesome. Yeah, no joke, man. It's and you find, dude. How much money did you find, Phil? I used to find money all the time in bank envelopes when yeah. I had to use the backpack. I find all kinds of stuff: money, <laughs> phones, wallets, yeah, drugs, yeah. Drugs, yep. I find oh, drugs, wow. yeah. Everything. What a job. It's like a little... Tweakers in the parking lot, people. Like a little treasure hunt every day. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, interesting. It, I'll tell you, I mean, as, as Phil could certainly tell you, he's a professional. It's uh, it's kind of a fun job. It's, it's not... You, you know what it does, Nash? It gives me a lot of time to think. Isn't that the truth, yep, Phil? it does. What, think, no, don't get too close to the parking curb? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> after, after, after a while, you're just on manual. These knuckleheads don't know anything about thinking. Except oh, for my like, gosh. What are you talking uh, about? Dude, I'm Prestigious Hart Huntington team manager right here. Hours and hours by yourself at night, you, you have time to think about what's happening, what's going on. It, it's yeah. awesome. I, I, I'm pumped. I'm blessed to be doing what hey, I'm doing. Hey, ask Phil what the name of his, his sweep service is. You'll love this, Nash. <laughs> so what's the name of it, brother? Factory Lot Sweeping yeah. Service. <laughs> I mean, what else? What else? I didn't know it. I like it. I it's awesome. So I, what else? How could, how could it be anything other than? Hey, dude, when he used to do landscaping, you know what I told him he should have named his landscaping? Factory Fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> That's be done. Hey, Phil, in all seriousness, thanks for coming on the show. And, and, you know, there's tons of guys all across the country that remember what you guys did with that great Western Bank, and any time a magazine writes an article on that, it gets people stoked that lived through that era. And and my question to you that I've always wanted to know is, at what point in '96 did you notice that, like, like when you went to that Orlando Supercross, did you know that you were like, all right, I can, I got something for these guys? I mean, when did that click for you? I I think that. Back in the day, I, I never was a really thoughtful rider. Like, I didn't know how to approach racing. I just would try my hardest, you know. And if it I, – I don't know. I just didn't know how to approach it mentally. So yeah. – but I but I know on the off season I, I was riding really, really good. I, you know, I worked on my corners a lot. And, you know, everybody's going to do the jumps. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just – I was riding good. And then uh, I won a big race in, at Paris – a couple of weeks before that, and I felt real good. I beat Bradshaw, and you know, there were there were a lot of good riders there. Yeah, lucky. Did you get the and, suitcase? Um, I got the suitcase. Well, how much was yeah. it? Uh, it wasn't as much as they. Uh, oh really? Yeah. I remember seeing it. It had twenties or hundreds, like all across the top, but underneath it was all ones. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing that picture. Yeah. That's that's so much money. Yeah, that's Borkenhagen. The same thing just happened to him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But anyway. I, hey, I, was, was the bike really tricked out? Because no. I read somewhere, or either Steve wrote it or somebody wrote it, that the bike was pretty much a PC bike, nothing crazy on well, it. Well, I, I can tell you it gets even better than that. I did a lot of testing, and the most consistent for 20 laps was on a stock bike. Yeah, I, I ha- I had, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I had a stock motor 
with a PC pipe and exhaust. Hey, you know what, Nash? I mean, my suspension was... I'll, I'll tell you, that I, I can remember that I'm race, and I can remember, stock. and yeah. Phil could vouch for me, they had a big... They were like one of the first privateer teams to have a semi, but at that first race, you did not have the semi. You came, no, in, the, yeah. you came in the box truck. Box and, truck, yeah. And they were putting oh. Phil's bike together the morning of the race. Yeah. I think wow. he brought suspension in with him because I was parked right next to him, and I seen that they were putting on stickers and doing all their stuff, like... They they were they were not ready to go when they showed up by any means. But we did fly there in a private jet. That's all that matters. <laughs> so like, I do remember too your bike yeah. like uh, your suspension. Ross hooked you up oh, uh, with yeah. some good Ross, stuff. Ross yeah. Miata, I, I I can't I I can't say enough good things about that yeah. guy. He's helping. Well, I don't think anybody so can. He's one of the one of the awesome. best guys in the sport. No doubt I, about I it. I wish I could talk to him more now, but yeah, you know I, yeah. I never see him. So I, I hope uh, somebody tells him that. Uh, well, nobody listens to this show, so yeah. don't worry. Oh. So, who, hey, who, did you used to whoever's going to talk to Ross Miata, <laughs> tell him Phil said hi, and he just can't say enough just about busy. the guys. So. Uh, hey, did you used to live with Bradshaw? No, but I did stay with him for like three weeks before. Uh, what was that? Didn't like? he, he? He's definitely. Uh, did he, he ever stay in Cherry awesome. Valley with Cherry Valley with yeah. you? What, when I was think that? He did, yeah. what, yes, what, he did. He was my hero. What years were that? He, he, what year? He like, was my favorite rider when he came back for Yamaha '96 or whatever. Or what, uh, what year? Were, when no. I stayed with him. Yeah. No, I stayed with him probably like 80. Oh, and he was like the the height of his day. Just a young 17-year-old number eight. Nice. When him and Stanton battled yeah, in yeah, Charlotte yeah. and he beat Stanton, yeah. Oh. That was awesome. Right. Uh, uh, you have any stories? But anyway, anyway yeah. my, you, back to Orlando. That time I think you were talking about. No, back to Bradshaw. No, back to Orlando. Back, see, I know, yeah. Anyway, I, I remember that race was very unique, and that time was very unique for me because – you know, like I said, I, I didn't know how to mentally approach races. and But back then, for some reason, it was like, you know what? I, I don't care what anybody else is doing. Because I always wanted to be friends with everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that was one of my biggest downfalls. In a sense, ignorance uh, is bliss, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so, but at that time, I remember those races. It was like, I don't care what anybody's doing. I, I'm here to ride my very best. And that's the mentality you have to have. Yeah. And, for, and I had it, and then I did really well. And uh, I did really well for a while, and even up through the Nationals. And then, obviously, uh, that mentality got blown out the window, and I started <laughs> wanting to be friends with everybody. And uh, Another ride of that. Right. You got a factory ride after that, though, didn't you? No, Suzuki? never. What did you do in 97? Chaparral. Chaparral. Worst bikes I've ever ridden. Really? They, they yeah. were horrible. Yeah. Larry Brooks was the team I say, manager. Don't let Larry nothing Brooks about Larry. Say no, that. Yeah. no, nothing about Larry Brooks. Button yeah. was my teammate. Button did well, but Dean Gibson, he works for Factory yeah. Honda now. Dino Bambino. Actually, his name's Michael. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Dean. Anyway, uh, he was afraid to rev up my bike on the line in '97 because it uh, wouldn't even rev. <laughs> Seriously, ask yeah. him. I'm telling right. you. Wow. And well, I don't, and I don't so know. Thanks they, a million. I don't want to yeah, hog yeah. lines. I'm sure that people want to talk to you. Steve and, and uh, Kenny, or more importantly, Kenny, thank you for getting him in there. And uh, yeah, no, I Ken, appreciate the show. Kenny, Another great show. I told I, Nash, I told Factory on the way here, you are the reason why he that I, yeah, I had get the hell out of here. No, Nash, how many yeah. times would you call this stupid show and be like, hey, yeah. any chance of Factory Phil? Any chance of getting Phil on the line? Well, uh, well, let me close it with this then. Will there be a podcast and when will it occur? Yeah, we'll do it still. We'll still do it. We'll do. We'll cover your career, Factory. Thank you. you and I. There's a lot of guys out there that want to know it. I'm telling you. Well, thanks favorite. for thinking of me. Thanks for thinking of me. Thanks, Phil. Right, Cheers, th you guys. Have th a great show. Thank you. 
Another guy. Another guy. No, no one's found that Phil's jersey yet that that chick took. Remember Phil? Uh, the commercial. The commercial. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still uh, looking for that chick. That's hey, Steve, jersey. you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's up? Thanks for calling the show, man. You got a question for Josh Hill or Factory Phil Lawrence or even Sean Borgenhagen? Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, um, Josh. I met you in Atlanta, actually. I was able to get back into the pits after the race and um, came up and talked to you for a little bit. And um, just appreciate you, you know, having a conversation with me and everything. And most riders, they just kind of look at you and walk away, whatever. But you actually gave me a, gave me a glove and signed it for me just out of the blue. I thought that was really cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, I probably glove? have I probably have a lot less uh, of a line and people to deal with than, than everybody else, so it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely cool that you know you took the time to do that and everything. And um, just give a shout out to the show, man. You guys are doing really good. Um, Andy, I've been watching some videos of your team. You got a leg- legit program going on. And, well, yeah, I appreciate all, all the legit program. You guys do. Hey, I'm glad you think that. Not too many people do, but come by in Atlanta if you get in the pits and come by and say hi. Josh will be there, and maybe we'll get you the other glove to fit the other hand. Uh, <laughs> and then Kenny, Kenny, Kenny might even tell you to f off too. He's done that a few times. Yeah, I'll be in Atlanta and I'll be in uh, Jacksonville, so I definitely try to stop by. And um, Steve, I don't know if you remember me or not. You actually sent no. me that uh, that CD or uh, in the mail, or whatever. Oh yeah, did the, you uh, get it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, how many other people would do that for you, Jerky? Huh? That's nice of me. <laughs> That's very sweet. I appreciate it. Hey, you're going to Jacksonville. Don't, we're hey, Hart and Huntington and Jacksonville Power Sports going to do an awesome after party, so make plans to be there, bud. Can I get in? Oh, yeah, I'll be t- at the landing. Yeah, I'll check that out because I'm going to probably stay like Sunday. Or I'll stay like that night and drive back Sunday morning. Right, so, it's at a place yeah. called Mavericks. We hope to see you there. I right, appreciate it. All right, see you thanks, there, man. All right, thanks. Guy emailed me and said he liked our intro show. Music, so I burned him a CD of the artist and then mail it to him. That was really How's nice that for being nice. Yeah, good work. Hey, we got another Steve on line one. Steve, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? Thanks hey. for calling. Thanks. Uh, hey, question for Josh. Yeah. Uh, what about a chest protector? Even uh, I've kind of wonder why why a lot of these guys don't run those things. Even after you broke your ribs, I mean, you wouldn't think about wearing one after that, or yeah, to help. I- you know, I wore I wore under protectors. Not everybody like really noticed that, but I uh, I wore just the foam under things, and you know, I don't know. There, well, I tried on the chest protectors, and I don't know. I didn't uh, find one that I was really comfortable with. And uh, what's funny is that I I packed a chest protector in my bag for the first time since uh, for like a year. When today? Oh, today? When I, when oh, I came really? here? Yeah, 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 I got a brand new chest protector in my bag. So, what kind? Uh, it doesn't have any logos on it. Uh, that's not what I asked you, Josh. It's a Whoa. no fear chest protector. Perfect. Team manager getting upset. Hey, let's ask. Hey, let me. Uh, let's ask Steve uh, about. Uh, I, do you listen to the show quite a bit? Yes, a lot. <laughs> no, I'm the, do you? Right. Do you? Let you me. Did. Let me ask you a question. Do you like the addition of uh, tits? Uh, I think he's alright. My wife thought he was a dud. Wow. Put her. Wow. So we were listening to come back from Arizona. We had a long drive last weekend, and she's like, "Who is this new guy? I don't, I don't know who who is this guy." And I'm like, "He's a, uh, just some new guy, and you know, why don't I know much about Next. him?" She's like, "He's a dud." Next. <laughs> well, I mean, he, you know, yeah, that's um, sorry. Tell- I mean, hey, I, I, I didn't say you're that bad, but she didn't like him. Next. Yeah. Watson, thanks for the hat Saturday. Appreciate it. My nope. daughter was pumped. No problem, buddy. We're here for the fans, dude. We're here about making people happy. Thanks for getting my wife a All photo right. with pink too. That was awesome. Thanks, Kenny. No problem. All right. Thanks, Steve. He didn't do that for me. No, he didn't do it for me either. I don't no. do it for many right. people. Thanks, yeah. guys. Jerk. Great show. See ya. Perhaps my wife uh, 
poops in your coffee next time. Uh, I'm sorry. Like you know, it's really hard for me sometimes I know, because I know. she like she she's there to support Carrie, and it's not about her. And I, just, I ask her, and she gets sometimes she's cool, and sometimes she doesn't want to do it. And I gotta respect her, and I ask, and she says no, and that's just the way it goes. You hear that, honey? Yeah, sorry. That. Hey, I'm gonna go on the record and say I'm not introducing anybody to Pink. I've how many people asked? How many oh, people ask you? Yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people. Oh, yeah, and it's no, like sure. I mean, I just met her, right. and she's. I mean, I'm gonna try to stay on her good side, yeah. not show up with like, you know, 40 I used people to be a, trying to get autographs. I used to be I, until Malcolm Stewart and Sorby walked in and said, "Can you introduce me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> I saw Sorby yeah. signing Sorby. so many autographs at the races. That's. I want to take each one of those person people and just hit them in the head with a shovel. Why? Why? Just like, dude's loud. big time. Yeah, that what was are you loud. talking about? Uh, uh, just Sorby. I mean. Why? What's wrong with Sorby? He's a good dude. He's a good dude, but. He's on TV, dude. dude he used to be he's fast. on TV. Oh, guy, I, he's I mean, really fast. Why? I, everybody no, should but, get his autograph. But <laughs> everybody should get his autograph. Well, I mean, the guy I used to be good. Funny. The guy got podiums. No, but that's not he why he's getting autographs. That's not why he's getting autographs. I don't for being not so smart. Hey, let's uh let's read an email. We got we got a few emails from listeners. A few Hey, Steve, thank you so much. For uh, that jersey, really, really nice. Love the material. Thanks again. I think I will take it to Orlando with me. Just finished listening to the radio show from Monday. I now know why Watson can't get a date. He is a pig. No kidding. I can't believe the <laughs> shit that he says. I wonder if his mother listens. Yuck. Uh, anyway, other than that, excellent. I think you should be a pit reporter. I'm Signed, sorry, uh, mom Debbie, Debbie Mathis. Your mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Look at that. Right on. I thought it was my mom. <laughs> hey, Debbie, you think I'm a pig? Wait till you see your son when you get here in March. Uh, uh, hey, uh, okay, here's another one. Rich, bullshit. How do you give a free pipe to that guy? If he doesn't have a job, how is he riding a 2010 Yamaha and still making races all year? That was bull. He scammed you guys. Next time, give it to a Michigan boy. Uh, they'll give you a legit out-of-work story. Um, we gave away a pipe last week to a guy who was unemployed. Donnie Amler did. Junior. That's nice. And That's this guy's calling bullshit on it. Um, Debbie Mathis. <laughs> I'm going to say this one. I can't oh, he got his feelings. He's still on it. Oh, he gets mad, dude. He gets yeah. mad. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, your I mom's going to be bummed, dude. Just wait. Uh, She's going to be upset with her son. Here's here's a, here's one I like, this one. Steve, the show continues to improve, but you seem to think of two-stroke lovers as if they're all conspiracy crackpots. If four strokes are that much better, just let the premier class be open or even 450, there would be a dramatic turnaround. Also, don't make jokes about Makos. In their time, they were way ahead of anything, and including Japanese works bikes. The 490 remains the greatest bike of all time. Wait, why is he 490 is? No, Mako a Mako 490. 490. Oh. I would say, this guy says, you think of two-stroke lovers as if they're all conspiracy crackpots, and then he tells me about the Mako 490 being the better than Japanese works bikes. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think about two-strokes? I, I, whatever, yeah, I don't care. I think no, no, they're what fun. do you like? I love a, them. A good-working uh, two-stroke is so fun. Like, I, I think they're cool, but... They can't, they can't compete with four-strokes, no, no, but, no, yeah. I mean, no, I say fun. I wish they four-strokes never would have been invented. I think a lot of people do, yeah. Like, I mean, here's the thing, though. Everybody, think? like... I think they should have a two-stroke class. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I mean, everybody voted with their wallets, and everybody gets all excited when a two-stroke races, but it's like, hey... You know they, they sold out of force. Like, I don't care. It doesn't they, matter to me. I think racing, supercross racing, was better on two strokes. Yeah, I still don't, I don't get why they added the, the rule like you can ride a four-stroke or ride a 450. I don't know if that was always a rule, but it doesn't even make sense why they – What do you mean? Which, well, which, I mean, obviously a 450 and a 250 two-stroke aren't in the same class. Right, right. So, I mean, they were – I mean, I guess they were in 97 or whenever they came out with them. Doug uh -huh. Henry. I mean, but they were still way faster. I mean, right. who, I mean everybody knew they were just going to get better. I mean, it was yeah. already – it was just set out to they run two-strokes. They should have capped the CC limit at 350 or whatever. 
I think I think a three fifty versus a two fifty two stroke would probably be a pretty pretty fair a pretty fair yeah. a pretty fair. What do you think? I I, Phil I just, know Phil I just know. rode the I, yeah. What I mean, I'm curious what everybody thinks. Yeah, you rode the what Racer you? X four fifty shootout, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I I've done a lot of testing with a three fifty yeah. KTM. Yeah, Moen loves you. Tom so, Moen loves you. Ah, uh, he he's awesome. Would just you put, cause, not just because he likes me. <laughs> do you think but, the uh, three fifty is better than a two fifty two stroke? In every scenario, you should look. You see the look on this guy's face right now. Ah, uh, that's a serious question. Yeah. I, I you mean, don't want like, to speak <laughs> the truth. It's a lot closer than a four fifty oh, to a two fifty two. I will. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. a lot closer. In the uh, honestly, I, I don't think you can compare the three fifty to the four fifty. It's tough. No, I don't. And it's so. like, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I feel I, sorry. I, and I, feel I don't, sorry for X brand athlete Michael Essie. Yeah, but <laughs> cannot. Does so tell me this. Does uh, Short have a decision to make? Like, can he ride either or? He told me he could before he tested. And then he told me two weeks into it that the 350 was so awesome, <laughs> he's not even going to try the 450. So keep in mind, 450 is still carbureted. And on a supercross track, that's yeah. sketchy. Uh, uh, okay, tell me. I, I think that I, came I'm into telling play. you guys that yeah. the 2011 KTM 450, that bike is good. It's real good. I, I've ridden it. What I'm telling you, the corner's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I it's an awesome bike. MXA shootout winner. I rode a really? KTM yeah. 350 and thought to myself, why don't they just make this in a 450? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's good. <laughs> I'm I, I like this bike could be this awesome. awesome. It's, it's under more power. power. <laughs> it's under power. You can watch. Really you is. can watch Shorty and Mike out there, under and they're power. having trouble getting over stuff. It's it's, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't care about four strokes, two strokes. I mean, we are we are where we are now, and that's what it is. And who would have ever thought in the 70s that four strokes would come around like they have? And who ever thought? Now that the two strokes will come back, so I bet you somewhere down the line it all comes back. You guys think a 300 two stroke would be in the mix of the 450, or if you added more CCs to a 250 two stroke? Because I, I mean, everybody always thought like, I mean, maybe just my dad and all my dad's friends, but he always used to say how fast 250 two strokes are. But I get on them, and and compared to a 450, they're nowhere yeah, near. No like, way. like I ride a 250 two stroke around a local track, and I feel like I don't even let off. Have um, you ever rode a full? 250, like a full bitchin' race I've bike 250? I've never ridden a, f a race bike 250. If you would have rode Phil Lawrence 1999 RM250. Oh, my gosh, dude. You would have you not rode, a rode two strokes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten the chance. Is that the year that Lewis rode, he's brought his works bike from Japan and rode for Triple X too a little bit? Yeah, only in the outdoors. Oh. He rode like a couple outdoors. Oh, is that races. it? Yeah. I rode a really good YZ125 one time. It was uh, Lawrence had one built when he was winning the championship in 08, and he got this killer yz125 built and i think it's still around that thing was fun it was good you know what was it 144 yeah I, I don't think it was bored out i think it just had uh yamaha troy race motors from oh, like yeah. the last year yeah, they were uh right that they were 125 yamaha yeah. always had the ktm 150 yeah. all right Phil, we, got awesome. it, we got so it we got it with ktms we got it with ktms <laughs> i don't ride hey, ktm hey, tits, anymore, uh we got a mandingo pickle giveaway yes sir what are we doing are we just picking a random caller? Uh, yep, random caller, whoever. It's probably going to be Ivan Tedesco. He loves pickles. <laughs> the, the He's a pickle a, eater. Uh, a little gift pack that consists of six jars of pickles and two T-shirts. All right. Wow. So you're going to pick a random caller. Yep. Get their email address or whatever? Yep. All right, cool. Uh, what do we got on line hey, one? Why don't you guys do some stuff with some Twitter stuff? Get the funniest picture, funniest comment. I mean, well, because that makes sense, Hill. That makes sense. Callers take a lot of time. How many callers are we going to go through? Why don't you just get the coolest... Twitter to Pulp MX. Yeah, change your guy. whole show. 
Yeah, you know? I, I mean, like I'm that. Just, I'm just saying. I mean, are we going to go through every caller? I mean, we might well, just get a dorky dude that gets in on Alan. That's all we ever have. No, on it's just this a show random caller. Dudes. Yeah, uh, an accident. I mean. Well, Hill, um, you're so, asking the wrong guy because hey, on the way here, you twittered that you were doing Vegas K Dub's radio show. You did. So apparently, I, whose is it? <laughs> Well, it's it's his. Well, I, I didn't even know what house I was going to. I just knew I was going to a radio show. It's the first time here. I'm just kidding. Here. You're, you're, hey, you're, is, this, is this Billy? <laughs> Billy? Yeah. You there? Engine? I'm here. What's up? Nothing. Am I am I talking? Am I online? Yeah, you're live on the air. Hey, what do you right think now, of the 250s? For uh, uh, do you do you ride a 250? Hey, no, what's up? You ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke? I have ride both. What would you prefer? Uh, two-stroke. Somebody says a uh, hill on the chat room that uh, Twitter sucks. So you know, I I'm with Twitter you. Sucks? Twitter, but the thing is, is I can go through and in five minutes read everything that everybody said all day long that means anything instead of have to actually answer phone calls all day long. Hey Billy, Good point. yeah, do you know who, we have a guest in the studio. Do you know who it is? Huh? We have a guest in the studio. I think someone that you probably know who. Um, I, uh, if you were a racer, if you were a racer in the '90s, um, I doubt you are. You're probably just some broom pusher. Um, you'd probably know who it is, but we have Factory Phil in here. Well, I'm definitely a broom pusher from the '90s, so you got the right guy on the phone. Fucking yeah! Do you know who Phil Lawrence is? Who? Factory Phil Lawrence. Uh, yeah, I think I heard of him. All right. I think we wrestled <laughs> one night. You wrestled? Yeah, I think we wrestled one night. Uh, you wrestle. Where would you wrestle with him at? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, what's going on over there? Somebody up. This guy's uh, this guy's um, classic. Hey, Who else is there? Is that Timmy? Yeah, that's Timmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Timmy Ferry. He's he's, yeah. he's, he's legendary he's already, tits. Yeah, he's not getting anything. Yeah, we can move along. Hey, I think this guy should win the pickles because I think he's a pickle eater. <laughs> hey, do you want you want you want a jar of six pickles and two T-shirts? Absolutely. Absolutely not. You lose. Thanks for the call, Ding Dong. Give him a chance. Can a jar. A jar of six pickles. <laughs> hey, six hey, Dale, you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. What's up, Dale? Thanks for calling in. You want some pickles? Yeah. Yeah. Too bad you can't. You, you too can't bad get you you ain't getting them either. Next call. <laughs> What's up? What's your question? Hey, I uh, want to know if you guys, I heard you mention JT's name. Is he going to be uh, calling in tonight? He's supposed to call in tonight, but he's yeah. probably running a sand hill somewhere over his last yeah. luster 18th place performance. You know, I had some, well, you know, you guys haven't been talking much about him, but should he made the main, straight to the main in A1. JT Money's a friend of the good. show. But we got, I mean, we got Josh Hill and Factory Phil and, and Kevin Windham, all better riders than him. Yeah, true, but <laughs> I, I, this is my main question that I had for JT. Maybe you can ask him about this. I saw this deal on Racer X. Where uh, BBMX had this looked like it was some type of giveaway where you could like be a team member for a day. Yeah. And then I go look at it. They want you to pay four hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's how they fund their race team. It's uh, yeah. If if I pay four hundred fifty dollars, I'm taking Burner's bike out in practice. Nice. Well, you can try that. Kick it over and yeah. How is Michael Byrne? He's getting healthy. He broke his wrist at uh, Bercy, so he'll be uh, probably racing in like three weeks. Good. So he's a good dude. Yep. He was good. on your team. Not my team. He was a teammate of mine. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, I'm good friends with him. Real good. Yeah. Burner, good awesome dude. Awesome guy. Yep. Thanks, Dale. All right. Later. Dale is upset about the Butler Brothers VIP package. Yeah, super pass. I think that's pretty smart what they did, to tell you the I truth. I do, too. I, I, I back those guys. Hey, is this Finjin? Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Finjin. All I want is those pickles. 
Go to the store and buy them then. You're not winning. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Wow. All right. Such 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 lashing out over a jar of pickles, dude. Uh, and two T-shirts. The T-shirts. Oh, I'm sorry. And oh, two and T-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah. Hey, Tits, you got some news? I do. Let's do. Let's run the news. Hey, that guy. That guy needs to win. That guy needs Finjin? to win. Finjin needs to win. The dude definitely needs to win. Okay. Breaking news from the BTOSports.com news desk of Tits Legendary. Hey, Tits, I, I'm calling that guy wins, dude. That was awesome. Okay, you just Finjin, some guy that, told me to was, F off, Phil. Finjin, you call back I, I in. You, uh, you are the winner of the pickles and T-shirts. Uh, and right. I'm even going to throw in an H&H team shirt for you, buddy, because I really enjoyed that. Uh, BTOSports.com news segment. This is where Tits Legendary reads us. The message board fodder, uh, breaking news, and just gets general thoughts from the people on Twitter. So, uh, what what do we got? Uh, Doug Henry is going to be competing in the Super Snowmobile Supercross at the X Games this year, the Winter X Games, which is pretty impressive considering where he's come from. Is he gonna Is he gonna ride like the straight up? No, it's the adaptive. Okay, okay. Doug Henry is impressive. I don't like that. You think he's, he did it last year? Somebody's calling. So I'm reading the news. All Answer right. the call. Maybe it's Finjin. No way. It could be Finjin. It may be. He can hold. There is no hold. Dude, answer <laughs> the call. Whoa. <laughs> hey. He's lashing out. This up. is my segment. All right? You're all not right. going to take this from me. All right. Screw you, Finjin. <laughs> yeah, call back. Keep holding. I'll get to you in a minute. Hey. Okay, so, yeah, he's doing the adaptive thing. I don't like it. I don't – I mean, don't it's cool. Be hurt again. I just don't like those guys. It, Racing it seems pretty gnarly. I don't yeah. know if it'll be on a tamed down track or if it'll yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, good for them, part. but I just it's dangerous, man. I, hey, we need Doug Henry. We he has to come on this show. That guy's awesome, and I, I and I want to call in and talk to him. Okay, somehow <laughs> and somehow. Yeah, he's uh, uh, that guy. He's but insane. All right, um, what, what else we got? All right, at the race last week, Christian Craig had that nasty crash at the beginning of the. Uh, Light's main event yeah. with, with Rattray. Well, it was just revealed that he broke his tib fit or his broke his tibia right below his knee. Yeah. He's gonna have surgery, so right. kind of a bummer, especially from where he just came back from. So yeah, too uh, bad for him, man. Get well uh, to Christian Craig. Yeah, that kid's had some bad luck, and uh, he's got a great riding style. He's got to put it together, and uh, hopefully he does one of these weeks. To, too bad for uh, for Christian Craig. I, I didn't see the crash. I didn't watch it yet, but someone said Rattray really. Took him out in the air. I think Rattray might have got the worst of that. Really? He got straight. His leg ran he over. He did. He like, did. hard. I mean, it looked bad, but I, did we find out, like, what happened to Christian? Did he yeah, thanks for listening to our news segment, I jerk. missed it. But yeah. what did yeah. they say? He just read it. He, he broke his tib. Oh, broke sucks. his tib, yeah. Right below his knee. Uh, what else you got, tits? Did you watch the, the race on TV? Did you get to I see the, the JGR commercial with Mr. Gibbs I and did. Coy? Kenny. It was amazing. Did you see that? Coy's on a commercial. I shut it off soon as I seen his fat mug on the f- camera. Awesome. Thank you, JGRX, for sponsoring our show again. So that's that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Joey Logano, uh, Brayton, Millsaps, and uh, and everybody. Uh, good commercial. It was cool. It was, it it was, was funny. funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. On the TV. Is this year? They, uh, I guess the promoters <laughs> or whoever it was, apologized to L&M about making them look, making them look like cheaters last, yeah. last week. Saw that. Was what was the deal with that? What was the, Did they have traction control or no? No, they had a wheel sensor on to collect yeah, data. That's what they, I figured. I mean, there was no so. there was no traction no, control. Uh, RC, Emig, and Ralph ran with it, and then Aaron <laughs> had to ask James on the podium, and it was yeah. brutal. It was it was pathetic, and now they had to, then and of course Yamaha raised a ton of stink because one Yamaha team accusing another one because they <laughs> use JGR radios, you know. Yeah. And so then Ralph had to apologize on TV, and rightfully so, I guess. I mean, 
It's too bad, though. You know what the result is? JGR Radio Communications now, we're not going to hear him on TV anymore. I Good. thought it was a That's... cool thing that they were doing as a fan. <laughs> you don't, you don't like I that? think they need to switch it up, though. I think they just need to like I go on a different, different frequency. I think, it's, yeah, I think, I think JGR did an awesome job, by, and Coy has always been telling me that, but I don't want to give him no credit for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good I'm job, sure, Eric. Hey. That was that was good for the fans and people yeah. listen to it. Right. But uh, whatever. I'll put this all together <laughs> in a sponsorship package for 2012 for you, Coy. I'm sure you'll be coming back on board. <laughs> uh, no. Valley Motorsports <laughs> signed Ricky Dietrich for the Outdoor Nationals. Yeah. Wow, well, that's news. That's that's really good news. Hey, the guy hey. just turned he turned down a bunch of money to go race nationals. Yeah, he did. I mean, that means he's doing what he wants to do. So that's yeah. cool for him. And good rider. Um, he was top five a couple times yeah, on uh, RV's bike. And top ten almost all the time. So, mm-hmm. hopefully he does something. Good for him. He's a good dude, too. I yeah. think anybody that's going to throw away money to right. go chase down what they want to do, I mean, you got to give him props. Yeah. He you did you hear that, Kenny? Yep. All right. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, little throwback to our show a few weeks ago where it was talking about the Australasian Supercross, the lights thing, how it was in review. Uh-huh. Uh, well, finally, PJ Larson was officially Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Crowned. We were wrong. He won it. Wrong, wrong. The yeah. Supercross lights. I thought that was Australasian. Yeah, champion. what happened? That's old news, right? Well, well it's it was in. Hey, review. welcome to our news segment. Talk to my news guy. It was in review for a long time because it was. Uh, oh, I thought I saw was. a press release like three weeks ago. <laughs> Good you job, probably tits. did. You probably did. Well, no, not yeah. not saying Matt Moss won. Right. I mean, I seen Matt Moss won a long time yeah, ago, and, and then it. they switched it to PJ Larson like, what I thought, happened? like a week oh, after. Good job, tits. Yeah, but hey, okay, what happened? I don't know this. Yeah, I mean, I know that Larson. Factory Phil. I know uh, that Larson, but, like, what was the discrepancy? What was going on was uh, in one of the main events, they had a number of main events that night. Matt Moss crashed out and only competed a certain amount of laps, um, and he didn't compete. It's like at least 75% or I don't remember what the percentage is. You have to compete that ma- complete that many laps for the main event to count, and he didn't. And so – with those laps counted in, he was the champion. Ah. But they um, reviewed it and decided he wasn't the champion anymore. Hey, I won a main event before, and uh, they red flagged it because of me. <laughs> oh, there you go, Kim. I got Good a job. funny story with uh, <laughs> Ivan Tedesco. At U.S. Open, it was like two years ago, uh-huh. um, they threw out two white flags. And I ended up passing Ivan because he kind of thought the second white flag. He, I don't know, he, he kind of – held up off the finish line jump because he thought the second white flag was going to be a checkered. And uh, I ended up getting him, but they gave second place to Ivan. It's just kind of – I just I don't know. I think any time, like, they ch- – I think the f- ruling on the track should just be the ruling. Right. That's just me. I don't know. What else about Damon Bradshaw can you tell us? Did he ever date your sister? Yes, he did. He did? Yep. Dave Dye's wife, Damon Bradshaw, dated. David awesome. Fingry's ex-wife. That's awesome. David Pingree's ex-wife. Yeah, David Pingree's ex-girlfriend, sorry. Pingree hey, Phil. Had hey, let me tell you something, ex-wife. dude. Awkward, awkward situation. At Anaheim, I was walking up. Ping was sitting there talking to someone, and Shelly was standing off to the side, and I walked by, and I'm all, Ping, are you going to give her back her bed yet? And remember when she when he left, he took the bed, and she was all bummed? <laughs> this guy nice did. work, Kato. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. No wonder Mathis's mom wrote you that email and yeah. told you. Debbie, to, not. Yeah. <laughs> Who's oh, yeah, snoring? Debbie. Moving along. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, let's move on to that exciting news <laughs> you got over there. Hey. <laughs> hey. All these people, hey, hey, hey all these people hey, in this chat room, 
all these people in this chat room, that's all they do is look at the freaking internet and what press releases. So anything you're saying is old news, but I well, like it. Well, I mean, Hill just said he heard the P.J. Larson one three weeks ago. I mean, it's been a while. There, there was a press release earlier this week on it, so whatever. Screw all you guys. Okay, <laughs> two reader questions. Um, to who? O'Rourke. Uh, to me? From Australia. One of, this one is for Steve. Wants to know your honest thoughts about the Dungey podcast. He said, quote, unquote, it sounded like he went to the Carmichael University of overused cliches. Uh, I mean, he was awesome. <laughs> he was really – I couldn't believe I got one with him, for one, because his agent didn't like me. Mm-hmm. They didn't like me that I said something bad about him. Finally got a hold of him. It was really cool. Uh, he took time out of his day. He was standing in the Dodger Stadium parking lot, um, and he was really nice. But, you know, I asked him the differences between the new team manager and Roger DeCoster, and he said they're both great. Then I said, hey, I noticed Metcalf's running the two-hole Yoshimura muffler, and you're running the single-hole one. What's the difference? He said, oh, they're both great. <laughs> I think that's all you, you – you know, that's all I, – I, I don't feel like you learned anything, but he was certainly a really nice guy. Right. So good for him okay. for doing it. But I would have liked a little more, you know, Kevin Windham uh, uh, honesty or Kevin Windham candor, let's say. But – it's like, the, like you saying. Dude, all they're throwing money, away the mold after Wyndham's gone. The, the, these all, guys, all this money that's in it, and these guys got to act that way, and they got to be that way. And, and, uh, and There's not that much money in it. Yeah, I guess not. Well, not, not, not now. Yeah. Anymore. But maybe three, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I, I, maybe people hey. will start being cool again. Watson, do you have not too much of a budget? Are. Yeah. Do you have a problem with having too much budget? Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, what, do you want more money? No, yeah, I'm but kidding. no, 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 no. I, I don't think that that's what we're saying. I think that uh, a half a million dollars for an 18-year-old kid is a lot of money. I feel it's like a ton of money. If I didn't, wouldn't have got so much money, like coming straight out of amateurs. I mean, I probably would have been a better rider at this point because I would have had to work for more stuff. So I mean, I'm with you on some on some sides of things, right. but uh, you know, I think. Uh, as much as dangerous as this is, everybody's underpaid. But that's yeah, you know, that's yeah. a whole nother yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know what? But put it put it in perspective. A hundred grand for an eighteen year old kid is a lot of money. Yeah. What and, was, your, and that, hey, what was your best year, Phil? Uh, money, I everything don't know. in. I prayed probably made one hundred and fifty. Really? That's yeah, it. That's it. Best year ever. Best was ninety six. Yeah. Probably would it be ninety six. Probably. No. Uh, well, I was privateer, so. No, oh, I know, but even still, you weren't pulling. Nah. No. I, no, I've made a million dollars racing, but through my whole yeah, yeah, career, yeah. you know. Bill, how much, how much did you make when you were a factory rider when you rode for Factory Suzuki? What was what was total or just from Suzuki? Just from Suzuki. Like, what was your contract? Forty, fifty grand. That's it. And you're yeah. a full factory rider, yeah, full and you raised. Fa- Ferry's salary in '96 was twenty-three thousand. Yep. Twenty-three thousand. There you go. Were you yeah. on his team? Were you his teammate? Yeah, no, not, dog? not '96. No, we just covered that. Who's your teammate? Who's <laughs> who? Who were your teammates when you rode for Suzuki? Guy Swing. Cooper one year. Swingster? I think it was Cooper one year. Swingster was my teammate. Denny? Matasevich. Denny, nope, never Denny. Uh, hey, Tits. Uh, Lusk. Finjan wins the pickles, right? Button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Button. Button. Yeah, Button was also – Button, you got the ride the year after Button. But did you take Button's ride that year? It was between you and Button, and then Button didn't get rehired. Button had to go to Europe. No, we there with Suzuki, but we we rode Suzuki the same amount of years. Okay, so you both got clipped that after that yeah. one year. Yeah, Button had a good year though. That That's, year, uh, Suzuki. Yeah, I thought. What yeah. else? You got anything else? Yeah, Interesting. I got, I got uh, one more. You gonna tell us anything else? Any breaking news like Reed forming his own team or anything like that? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys make fun of me thirteen or fourteen more times, and I'm at it. <laughs> Seriously. So I you hope know we're so. paying him, Kenny. Right? We're, we pay him. Then he ain't going nowhere. Dude, I'll, I'll make him big bucks. 
Yeah, join Should the we club. take the call, Eric, on three, or do we? What do we do? Uh, I, I got one more thing for the news, then we can wrap it and okay. do whatever you want. Let's wrap so, it now. Uh, Daniel Jones or D Jones three forty five on Twitter was asking about um, on Trans World. They said that they can only post two minute videos by Supercross pit rules. You know anything about that? Yeah, yeah, everybody can do that. It's Feld's new rules. Only two minutes. Two long, minutes. Though? That's it. What, That's all they want. Their rationale behind it. Yeah, or? they're idiots. The rationale behind it. Hey, Prater. Mouth just called you an idiot. Prater agrees with me. Prater agrees with me. Well, maybe not officially. Oops. I mean, Prater doesn't agree with me. Say so you're out of the press box for sure now. Yeah. Hey, who do you work for? Racer X or Trans World? Racer X. I went back there in January. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's the news. <laughs> or not the news. That's what it says. Someone in the chat room just said, Tiss's news is actually old news. <laughs> hey, Eric, you there? Eric? Eric! Yeah! You're on! <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's up, Eric? Hey, just wanted to call in and say great show, and good to hear from Josh and Factory Phil on their suite. Yeah, Factory Phil uh, has been a good hit this show, for sure. Right on. Yeah, definitely. Is that all you got? Thanks for calling. Uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> wanted to call and say a couple weeks ago, out of our local district, uh, Hair Scrambles, Ricky D. was out there riding. Oh, sweet. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway, well, how do you do? How do you do? Uh, he ended up getting second. Who won? Um, Summers won. Both of the Valley guys were out there. Is that works racing or motocross? No, it was actually just a local hair scrambles up here. In what, what's hair scrambles? I've never, I don't even really know. What's a hair scramble? What's the difference? Is it Harry, the Harry scramble? Is that what they call it? <laughs> just a GP type of deal. But what is what's the difference between hair scrambles and like works? I I really don't know. Is there more trees? Pretty involved, much, very involved? very very similar. I mean, usually you know between five to eight mile course or whatnot. But the works is really formatted a lot more to you know around a motocross. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, works? Eric. Yeah, I think I think the works race is more surrounded for uh, retired MX guys that have that don't want to quit. I hung up on him. Did you? Okay, perfect. Uh, hey, uh, Tit. Somebody said that. Uh, you're so boring, you killed a guy that was listening. <laughs> you got to turn your mic on there, jerky. Screw all of you guys. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Kids. What else we got? Sorry, uh, uh, Eric, we got to go. Um, or we got to hurry up anyways. Yeah, we got to go. Hasbin, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. What's up, Hasbin? Why? Hey, Phil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Hey, you think uh, Watson hired uh, Hill there so he can uh, help him pull some uh, younger chicks? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, this is Watson, for sure, because there's one girl that I've been working on, and she will not give me the time of day, and I know she's really good friends with Hill, she's but the, the problem is, I can't flip a motorcycle, and she's all about gold medals. If you ain't got oh, a gold man. medal or an X game medal, you're freaking screwed. So That's the way to get her, Kato. I tr I'm trying, I'm trying to kill her. With, here, I, tr I tried to be here. cool and kindness to her, but it ain't working. Uh, this chick, this, she's the coolest chick in the hell, in the world. But if you can't flip a motorcycle and you ain't you ain't got a shot with this girl. But it, she's hot. She's cool. If you have an Australian accent, it helps. Dude, it's this chick hey, beats uh, guys Australian up. accents work. I'm telling you, I had Lee Hogan here one time. There were girls in restaurants walking up like waitresses, giving them just say numbers. just say one. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Cade Mosig, Cade Mosig, right? <coughs> Supercross in Australia. Any girl in Marietta panties drop. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Damn it! Is it Australian guy? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I think he won the last, last race. I'm gonna have to call bullshit on that because uh, Ashkenazi, 
He had a he had an accident with that guy. Was he, he wasn't pulling much? Yeah. I touche, Kenny. Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess it looks. Hey, do you want to take Billy from Simi Valley again? Hey, Watson. Yo. Watson, you really let me down, man. How come you didn't get Fergie in an H and H jersey? Who's Fergie? Fergie. Fergie was at the race, man. That's oh, the only. Yeah. That was the only mainstream news I saw. Was uh, Fergie was at the LA Supercross? Yes, I don't she know. was. I don't know who Fergie, Fergie is. Black Eyed Peas, the hottest, the hottest ass in the industry. I know Pink was there. I saw Debo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Who? <laughs> uh, right, Debo for Friday. That's <laughs> a, I would be more popular really? to see Debo, Debo than Fergie. Debo was at the race, and I heard Big Worm was at the after party. For real. <laughs> yeah, I think you're making that up. No, I promise. Really? Yeah. My my black friend is and now has Big Worm's number in his phone. In his, in his phone? Yeah. That would be awesome. Big Worm! <laughs> uh, what else we got, Tits? We got a whole bunch of callers. Uh, All right. Um, what time does this show end? Uh, soon. Real soon. We're tr- we try to get out of it by 9. Let's go. Let's get out of here by 9. I got Billy, things to Billy's do. Billy's on 3. Who's four. this? Who's on the line right here? This is Janelle. Yeah! yeah! This is her! <laughs> this is her! <laughs> Kenny, now's your time. Dude, now's Janelle. I called in because I wanted to talk to Kenny and Josh, but now that I heard the nickname Factory Footlong, I want to know what that guy's doing. Oh, hold on, hold on. He's getting on the oh. mic. Can you say that one more time? Go ahead. What'd one more time? Yes, yeah, say that one say? more time. Well, I wanted to call in to talk to Kenny and Josh, but then I heard the nickname Factory Footlong, so now I want to know what that guy's doing. Factory yeah. Footlong. <laughs> oh, he, he's, he's speechless. Factory Footlong still on that? No, he's pumped to be here with these awesome guys, and he can't wait to go home to uh, his wife and little boy. <laughs> hey, Janelle. <laughs> Sorry, no fun for you. What, it, what does Watson have to do? What does he have to do? Oh. I, I've been trying to get Watson's attention, but I heard him just blowing me out just now about gold medals and backflips. <laughs> see, I'm kind of scared of you because uh, I heard rumors that like you just knock dudes out when they get out of line, and I've never had a girlfriend that could beat me up. Well, I had one. She kind of scared me, but you, I've I've heard from a lot of people <laughs> that you just drop people. No, the guy that She's I dropped out. was like a little girl, so anybody could have done that. No, come on. Give yeah, yeah, something. that guy had it coming. That guy had it coming. This chick sounds way too hot for you, Kenny. She but, is. But I like yeah. the street cred you built up hot. for me for this, though. I really like it. Well, just uh, fasten your seatbelt. There's a lot more to come. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, but I've been listening all night, and I'm pretty pumped on this whole 90s motocross talk, and I want everyone to bring that back so we can all get them out for the Josh Hill videos. I want to see all the chicks just getting them out. Yeah, why don't why don't you have a video, Hill? Seriously. Yeah, Hill. You know, <laughs> why don't you have a video? I've been trying to do a video. I actually went and invested five thousand dollars of my own money into a camera, but none of my friends will pick it up. So I have a camera with no one to film. Well, we're so. gonna film this week up here, so maybe we could do some. Yeah. Cool I'll stuff. film it here. I'm your. I'll I'll, hey. I'll, I'll go film it, and I'll like. Hey Hill, like I'll do the whole thing. Do you ever see the pictures when the Tedesco and when I and Tedesco and I went to the Rush concert? I didn't see it. No. Mahoney okay, I'm gonna show you some. It. I'm gonna show you some sick pictures, and this might get Janelle's attention. All right. This might get. <laughs> it. But uh, Janelle, you know where yeah. my heart's at. Thanks for the call. You, oh, you don't even. You, you, you don't. You don't. You don't even know what you're doing to me right now. I can't even operate my phone. He's shaking. I'm, I am so shaking. Uh, I love you. So hey, much. what do you what do you think the about Cade Mozig? Is there any girls around the nine five one that can say no to Cade Mozig in his Australian accent? Oh, decayed? Yeah. None of them have said no yet, so. I didn't think so. Probably not. <laughs> right on. Right on. Janelle, thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> uh, who else we got? What do we got? God. They, did she just really call? 
Yeah. That is her right no, there. No, that was a mirage. Yeah. Dude, that, you, it is a mirage. You don't even know what I've been going through with this girl. It is a mirage. Dennis, you there? Yeah, what up? What's happening, man? Dude, you are. You got some big shoes to show, bud. Hey, when are we going to go ride some head scrambles? Never. Hang up on this guy. What? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ride some hair scrambles. It's Jonan. Oh, Jonan. Uh, I don't know, dude. Hair like scrambles? Explain what a hair scramble was or what? I don't it's even know. Trees, like, I'm from the West Coast. In the trees. I'm from the West Coast. We don't have hair scrambles. We have. I know. We have no, a neuro. Like I don't know what you call it. I don't shit. know. What are you doing? You race works now or enduro? No, like, I'm doing hillbilly and just working, dude. I seen your I'm graphics bomb. online. How's that doing? For everybody, cool. what is your graphics company? Bikegraphics.com. <laughs> Bike graphics. We actually. We actually sponsor Pulp MX, dude. So yeah, advertisers on the site. Yeah, well, I, I haven't heard yep. a plug yet tonight. So that's uh, news well, to this, me. They, they and the viewers <laughs> love that. <laughs> Listeners, uh, uh, but oh, yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, they're on the site. Check them out. Click them on the site. They're one of the advertisers. Uh, I know Hills, a big fan of PulpMX.com. Probably on there quite a bit. I I don't think I think I've been there like once or twice. Hey, I gotta give a uh, I gotta give a shout out to D Davis too, big boy Devin Davis. Who's that? I know he's got. A, I know. I don't know. He's all over uh, Moto Drive, and he's got to be on here. I bet. So. What does he do? Just a douchebag. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like this guy. This guy wins the pickles too. No. Hey, I need some pickles. pickles. Where's Way? Yeah, you don't need us to get you pickles. Just going uh, up to the twenty-seven and take some. <laughs> I mean, all right. really. I'm out of here. Later. I got to do something with my life later. Later. Yeah, if you're calling in the show, you definitely got to do something. Hey, Jonan, while you're on uh, here. He's out. Oh. Uh, um, I was going to ask him when he beat up Villapoto. He did? Yeah, he beat up Villapoto on 80s. <laughs> nice. I, gotta I was going to ask him. I got to get that story. Yeah. I like getting. I like doing it uh Villapoto. I'm talking about how Brady Sharon and Kyle Beaton used to beat him down. They used to beat him yeah. in races? In races, yeah. No, they didn't. On 60s, yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Maybe when he was like eight, but as Whatever. soon as he got good, he was... Whatever, dude. Bra- hey, I grew up racing with Brady Sheridan and Kyle Beat, and they were fast, but they weren't Villapoto yeah, well, guess, fast. Guess who... Well, they beat him. I grew up racing with them. I was there. I know, I know, but they beat him, and Villapoto admitted it. Okay, but not on a regular basis. No, 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 no. Like prob- maybe, no, no. I mean, my friend Sean Haverlock beat him too at PIR, but that doesn't mean that you know he was beating him on a consistent basis. I do. That's like just him. like saying Ivan Tesco had a faster lap time at the test. Yeah, track. who would ever say that? <laughs> exactly. Villapoto's gnarly right now. I I gotta give it up to the guy. But Tedesco in practice is gnarly too. He just needs to have one weekend where yep, the thing I agree. clicks for him. And well, I I agree. Tedesco rides for me. Villapoto doesn't, but you got to give it up to the kid. He's putting the work in. Yeah. Did yeah. we uh, we didn't even talk about Cole Seeley and his win? Congrats to him. Awesome. Yeah. First guy that's ever won besides McGrath with a flag on the back of his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you figure? mean a flag? Yeah, yeah, like a little Troy Lee flag. They couldn't afford the stoplight or the brake lights. So or the hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. Or the tassels, which really didn't work. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> things got, things Flat, got weird yeah, with the tassels. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when he did the $100 bills all over his helmet? That was sick. There yeah. was only two. Didn't Hanson do that? <laughs> Hanson did that, I think. He, like, clear-coated a $100 bill into his helmet when he was 100. Huh? We're not allowed to talk about Hanson on this radio. <laughs> we aren't? Yeah, because you and him are mortal enemies. I, I'm not a mortal enemy. Who would win in a fight? I got no problem with him. I just, wrote, in the fight. I just wrote 250 words about that guy and how he's probably going to win the title <laughs> because on, of his man, ride on, on Saturday night. He rode good. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see that move? He forced it a little bit on Sealy. I don't know if he was there. It's racing. Yeah. They, he didn't T-bone him. No, no, no. I, no I've no, done no. that same thing. I'm not you saying feel it's like dirty. such an idiot. You touch somebody and it, you it, stall it. it reacts weird and you stall your bike. Yeah. It's one of those things. I mean – 
Did he wrote awesome? He came back. Yeah. He wrote yeah. fastest he, uh, fastest lap I think of the night in coming back to fifth or whatever. He, I mean, you gotta just wonder why he hasn't been like this for the last five years. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen him ride like this. I mean, the whole time. But Maturity. that's why. I, that's why I've had oh. faith in him for the last six years. He's had a lot of. In- <laughs> he's had some. A lot of people think that Hill he has been on that wagon for six. His back was jacked for a couple of years. Yeah. Hill, that should be a lesson. Like, look at these kids that are. Like what they think and what they do. You're still young. The Don't w- go through that process. The way, I mean, I, I'm coming, going out on a limb here, like what you're saying, but if I'm coming back racing, my best days are ahead of me. The way, I mean, I've did, I've ridden pretty good and had some good races, but now that I have a chance to sit back and take a look at it, I've got so much that I can uh, well, you, pick yeah, up on. And you've got so much um, and you have a just desire now. Time, yeah. Right? yeah, the desire is there. I mean, I just I go to the races and watch these guys do good, and I've never really – had the chance to watch the guys that I grew up racing with, you know, look like superstars. I've always just thought of them as just like, oh, that guy beat me, whatever. But, you know, I look at it now through a totally different way. I just want to get up there and, uh, you know, just fulfill, I guess just ride the best that I can for myself and not anybody else, not do it for anything other than uh, the way I look at it now, my career is kind of crappy unless I fix it. (laughs) Hey, how many many, uh, big bike wins do you got under your belt? I have one win, period. I never won anything on little bikes or big bikes. Just that besides yeah, you're not winning Supercross. a you're not winning a light Supercross main is weird. I I mean, like I you're only, big I, for the bike. The bike kind of sucked. Raced, I raced seven or eight light Supercrosses, and then yeah. I raced uh, like I I, I haven't yeah. raced a full year on light bikes. I was just fat and I didn't know what was wrong with me, and I I couldn't ride the things. Right. Like I, there was a thing in my diet. I was allergic. I don't know. I eat gluten now, and I'm real. I I don't eat gluten now, and I'm skinny. So I don't know. Maybe like uh-huh. back then I worked out just as much and I dieted, but I was just fat. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then also too, what do you think about Roxon? How's Roxon? Catch your eye? Hey, I Kid's think nuts, huh? Man, he's so fast and he's I don't know. I've heard nothing but positive, cool things about him. And I went and talked to him, and he seems like a nice kid. So I hope he I hope he puts it down. I mean, he's well, how old is he? Sixteen or seventeen? Uh, sixteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had him on the uh, on the show. Like two weeks ago, Kenny I think, loved him. I think there's a good group of kids coming up right now. I think it's kind of been a little bit. I wouldn't say stale, but I think coming up, uh, the kids that are like 15, 14, 15, 16 uh-huh. coming up are going to be fast. Like there's going to yeah. be a, there's going to be a new wave of kids. Yeah, like, I, I think, think I think that too because a lot of these kids are growing up riding the four stroke, yeah. they're right. riding and they're adapting to it and they're learning the bike at a young age and coming up through. It's not like the guys that rode 125s when they were kids. Riding, jumping on a 450 and having to learn how to go fast. And my little brother's been riding a Supercross track since he's five years old. He's yeah, really, 15 huh? now, so he's getting better. <laughs> I would, I would hope check so. him out. Hey, uh, Tits, you want to queue up a commercial for the outro? For the outro? Yeah. For outro. the outro or yeah. for commercial? No, yeah, queue it up for when we go out because we got to play two a show and we haven't done that. I don't want to yes. just spring it on you all of a sudden. I got it ready. Wow. You see that? Hey, can you play? can you play the song for Phil and Josh? The techno. Yes, uh, yes. The new song or the old no, one? No, the old one, the original. The we first we one. have one more we haven't even played, right? I don't know. Listen uh, to this, Factory. Kenny Watson and the other guy show. show, show. I have documentation. Pope and Max with Steve Mathis as your host. To 32nd border, Cyrus, are we ready to go? Got Kenny Watson on the mic, spitting all kinds of things. This is the best mode of crush show in the world, don't you think? Pope and Max. I have documentation. Coming to you live from the Vegas Strip. It's total bullshit. What do we do, Kenny? Sit back and enjoy. These are these are our fans. 
They make shit. They make songs. I like it. That's a yeah, third. That was good. It's a third one we've had. It's one. It makes Kenny really happy. Sometimes I Kenny, like it. Sometimes I'm stoked. <laughs> people like really spend their time to. Berluti told me. Hey, Berluti told crying? me. How many listeners do you have? I was twenty-five thousand. That's awesome. right now. Berlu- right now. Berluti told me that you. Really? He sees you signing autographs all the time. I do. It's That's funny. what Berluti said. I take pictures, sign autographs, and I'm like, really? <laughs> There's twenty-five thousand people listening can you right, right now. Ah, so that's like a lot more than I thought. Yeah, hey, we're gonna Phil, go. Can we're you gonna believe be that? believe what? Autographs and dude, pictures? I was signing autographs when yeah, I was with dude. Factory. He, yeah, because I was on Motor yeah, Triple X. Phil can believe that. I, well, I, you know, I, I'm kind of a, a big deal based question, here. but in my thinking, I could believe it. Have you ever picked up a chick from an autograph signing, a poster? poster Many. Signing? Really? Come on, dude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's just uh, urban uh, myth. I thought I didn't uh, think that uh, really happened. I would happened. say that. Things have happened from an autograph signing from everywhere. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I've I, tried to use everything I could. You well, know, I, just, I, I definitely am not proud of everything I've done. Yeah, but, but uh, it definitely made me. I always thought that was like an urban myth, like the Sasquatch or Loch Ness monster, that a rider really picked up chicks from an autograph signing. I've been through signing. a lot of stuff that I, I I wish I wouldn't have done. I, I say I wish I wouldn't have, but <laughs> it made you who you are today. I back all of it. Now, and now, and now, I never have to wonder what it's like to live that lifestyle. I never have right. to wonder because right. I, I've done it. I've lived it. I know the old factory fill and the new factory fill. The new one's awesome, and the old one was awesome. Just a good dude all the way around. Oh. How could you not like this dude? Look at him. Yeah, looks like he walked out. He looked like he walked out of the magazine of GQ. Phil was one oh, of those yeah. guys yeah. when I was when I was uh, on. PJ1 Extreme Team or Birdwell's Mechanic, you know, just a lowly. Always said ID, right? Always a, good, always a nice guy. Yep. Always, you know, Fro was another guy. Nice guy. Always. Oh, check this out. I got a good story about Doug Henry. Uh, it was like 93, and I, I used to always go, like, run out in the stadium and, like, where the cars parked before opening ceremonies so I could warm up. I didn't have the bicycle like everybody does now. So I'm out running, and him and his wife, Stacy, were walking in, and I stopped to say hi. And like a couple of years later, they were saying, "I couldn't believe that you stopped and said hi to us." And and I'm thinking to myself, "Me, <laughs> You're not I here. couldn't believe that I, I was actually got to talk to you." Right, right. You know, Doug Henry. What awesome. else? What else did Bradshaw do though? Like, what did he eat for breakfast? Nails. Dude, he was awesome. He's hey. done. I don't know. I, I. <laughs> what can I say? Bradshaw had like full facial hair, like 17, huh? Yeah, he had, like, the, he had he a little mustache. Like he was like yeah. 25 when he was like 17. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't know. Maybe I'm just he a kid. He poofy hair it, too. I got a video from 90. His <laughs> hair was poofy, this, dude. There's this video. I, I like throttle for the gold or something. Yeah, that's what it I'm talking like about. It says like 19. It's like it says he's 20 or something like that, or maybe it's even from younger than that. But he looks yeah. like he's 30. <laughs> yeah. Like he's got full on like full mustache, goatee thing going on. I didn't know you went that far back with him, Factory. Like the number eight days, dude. Yep. Wow. Like the 80 days, right? Not 80s. I mean, I knew who he was. Was yeah. he was like 125 intermediate? Did you hang out with him? No, no. Right when got, he right when he moved pro on two when he went to Tokyo or Osaka and beat RJ. Yeah, yeah I said yeah. his name's Fake Hanny. Yeah, yeah, he just killed him, huh? 16 years old. Yeah, first first Supercross yeah. face ever. There's that photo where he's like 45 and he's got his leg out like oh, in it. It's just an yeah. epic photo. Uh, hey, is this Fake Hanny? Yo, bro, what's up? What's up, Fake Hanny? <laughs> You know, just chilling. Uh, Mathis, man, why are you always on my uh, my ass, bro? Good ride this weekend, Hanny. I mean, Jesus, you, you came from dead last to fifth. 
Well, you know, I mean, I just got to thank the Lord Jesus Christ, and you know, uh, with that, and then uh, when I go party at the strip club, that's what I do. Dude, you're so wrong. Hey, I, I, I would say that no Christian's perfect either, so Ooh. I, I, I'm a Christian, and I'm far from perfect as well. Yeah. There so, we go. There you go. Bill's got your back. Well, no, I, I, I'm just saying, I, I mean, it's true. You know, I, I think everybody holds Christians up to a higher standard, which they should, but what they don't realize is we all are human. We all make mistakes as well. It's all right, so, bro. Preach it, bro. Right on. Thanks, Annie. <laughs> Fake Annie calling in. Fake Annie's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know with Watson what he's going to find funny and what he's not. Right. Dude, well, I don't think, like, dude, that guy doesn't know Josh Hansen. He's going to start calling Josh Hansen out for his religion. Well, he, but he, he doesn't know his walk. He doesn't know what he does. He doesn't he, know how Steve he is. Called him out on his religion as well. Just I so think. You know. I, I think Mr. calling Mathis. himself fake Hanny is like like good enough that we know it's not Hanny. Well, like we shouldn't even give that guy airtime when someone's gonna call and be an idiot like that. Okay. Why, why are you gonna let Why are you gonna let someone call and disrespect and bash, you know, someone like that? I don't think it really went that far. Mm. See, see, no, I think Kenny. it's all good. I, I yeah. just think just because, re, because religion. No, he's my friend. It, he's my friend, and I don't yeah. want to hear people bashing him. Yeah, if he, was, if he just <laughs> yeah, would have skipped the religion right. thing, we could have let gone on. Yeah, yeah, but I think it was all right yeah. because it's like. Yeah, I'm with you hey, on that. Religion is a very sensitive it's a, topic. It's, it's a subject of many wars. That's right. And uh, and with that, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Thanks to everybody for calling. Thanks to Kevin Winder for coming on. Thank you, Factory Phil. Yes, sir. My pleasure. It was a pleasure to be here with really? Phil and Wyndham. Oh, yeah. yeah. These guys are under- you were good and, tonight. And you too. You were a star. Yeah, I don't know about that, but. This hey, is the most humble guy. He is. I know. He is. This well, guy. Dude, I wish you would have known him back in. sweet parking lots at night, dude. Dude, that if you had known this guy you. back in the Seriously. 90s, dude, you would have been, like, really pumped hey, on him. you could be training yeah. kids. You know, the, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I you got a pretty that. cool setup. Factory Phil was Not always <laughs> Factory Phil was another guy that uh, no one has really much bad to say about Factory Phil. Nobody. I did. Oh, I'm sure there's a Kenny lot. Kenny did. Yeah, when you when Voss <laughs> yeah. was, when Voss was your boss. No, when I was busting my ass driving across country, and this guy would show up, and yeah, like, but what do I say to you now? I I understand it all because I I was an idiot. And I know. I, I was totally. This guy, this is this is how humble this dude is. He calls yeah. me one day. I'm the humblest guy I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you supposed no, to say, right? No, yeah, yeah, no, this dude calls me you. out of the blue one day, and he goes, K-Dub, I just want to say sorry for all the stuff that I did when you put hard work in, and I was just being an idiot and not putting the work in that I needed to do. And I just want to say sorry. He tells me this 10 years later. Like, hey, I'm 100% over it. I don't care. You're like, I, I told you I have a lot of time to think Kenny's like, what year did I work for you? <laughs> right? When was this? Yeah, this guy calls me from a sweeping yeah. parking lot. Hey, bro, I just want to tell you. I'm Making just like, Phil. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, well, uh, I mean, what's it's that show? What was that TV show? About. What was that TV show? Was, were, you, were you making amends? No. Just, Earl. Just I wasn't making amends. I was just Karma. like. No, Earl. No. My name is Earl. My name is Earl, where he's like, got to make amends. And one of the things on Phil's list was apologize to Kenny. No. Yeah, I wasn't like that. <laughs> it's just like I, I, I just think of, yeah, I don't know, man. I got a lot of time to think. I already told you guys that. And when I think about stuff. People in the chat room have I no problems through. with fake callers, by the way. Watson. Well, that's, 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 that's cool. They could, they, could have, they could have their opinion I want on that it. guy to call back, and I'll talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't have an issue with him at all. Uh, um, I'd love to talk Hill, to him. Hill, thanks for coming over, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> no and, uh, hey, let me a- give you, hey, the guy that called it, let me give you Phil's cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to talk to him? <laughs> T- 
Hey, tell hey. him to tell him to text you his number and then I'll call him. No, d- why don't I'll you call just him send the an email? Send the email to us and I'll make sure you get Phil's number so he can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll call him. Hey, does Kenny need the song? Do you think? Kenny needs you, the song. You need it one more time to make yourself feel better. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny, dude, dude, I'm leaving pissed off right now. <laughs> oh, he's getting mad. Uh, thank you, JGRMX.com. Thank, thank you, you, Kicker. Thank you, Coy. Thank you, Coy. Thank you, X-Brand Goggles. Don't forget, snow goggles on sale. Thank you, FMF. Discount. Thank you, FMF Racing. Thank you, most of all, to BTOsports.com for really stepping up for us. Please support them. Punch in the code MATHIS. In your orders over 100 bucks. you save 15%. That's a, what they call a steal of a deal. And uh, thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Tits. You're welcome. All right, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks to our guest, Kevin Windham. And uh, peace. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. Thank you.